What's Your Position podcast may contain adult themes, sexual discussions, and strong language. We want everyone to be educated, but we are intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want. If you're looking for a ransom, I can't tell you. I don't have any money, but I do have a very particular set of skills. Skills I've acquired over a long career. Skills that have made me a nightmare for people like you. If you let my doctor go now, that will be the end of it. I, I will not look for you. I will not pursue you. But if, I, if you don't, I will look for you. And I will find you. And I will kill you. And now your host, Ashley Weller. Welcome, fellow humans. Off the Ooh, bat. That was a lot longer than I thought. I'm sorry. That's from Taken. Yeah. That was about his daughter. It's, you know what? Great Liam Neeson. I, I want nah, It's bad. It's okay. It's okay. I was okay. practicing Look, earlier. You know what? No. It's all right. That's a really hard accent to do. I'm proud of you. I was making sure I got all the words right. Um, did you know that that husband, Kevin Willer's least favorite actor, and he won't watch any movies that Liam Neeson is in? Literally hates him. Record scratch. <laughs> Can't stand him. I have no idea why. Um, anyways, Taken, great show, great movie about a father who has a special set of skills and his daughter gets kidnapped. Divorced. And he fucks everybody up. Um, Three times. <laughs> he does. Three times. Uh, everything happens in threes. Uh, welcome, fellow humans, to this episode of What's Your Position podcast. This is a full frontal. And today we are going to talk about raising daughters. How to empower, embolden, and ignite joy in the future women of our world. Uh, I'm going to start out right now by telling you what science knows. Human beings exist on a behavioral continuum with plenty of room for boys who like to play dress up and dollhouses and girls who like guns and games and blowing up shit. And all the time, things become more fluid. And as we learn to understand and embrace more about sexual orientation and gender identity, we will begin to embrace all of these uh, these different kinds of play and these different kinds of uh, behaviors that boys and girls want to engage in that we as a society may have um, stifled for a really long time, unfortunately. Um, gender-based behavioral differences are real. They are powerful. They are baked in at birth. They are shaped by genes and womb environment and the very size and certain structures of the brains. So I want everyone to understand that human beings are the same beings inside and out. Whether you're male or female, we are all the same parts put together differently. So going into this podcast, I want everyone to understand that my position immediately is that there's not a whole lot of difference between men and women. And I hope that this podcast kind of opens everybody's eyes to what it's like to raise a daughter, what it's like to be a daughter, and how you might be able to take some information from this podcast moving forward and be a better parent to daughters, uh, especially in the social climate that we have going on right now. And with us today is one of my favorite humans on the planet. This is third time on the show. Three Pete. This is going for the three Pete. Mm -hmm. It's Bunky. Yeah. Hi. So Sorry, Shaft's like applause or something. You really yeah, I want air horns. I'm working on it. literally upset that there's no applause. No fireworks. Nothing. Um, I'm working on a soundboard. It's in, the pro- it's in the works. I hate this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Bunky's a dad uh, to an amazing young lady. 
who apparently I've already said her name before, but I'm just going to call her Bug because that's what you call her. That so. works. Right? Cute as a bug. Cute as a bug. She really is. She's literally <laughs> one of the most adorable human beings on the planet. She loves to play with dinosaurs and she loves to um, talk to people and educate them about things that she likes. Um, she wants to be a firefighter when she grows up, which is pretty fucking precious because her dad's... Um, what else? Did you just fart? What was that? <laughs> Firefighter? This man, come on, this man saves He does. Yeah, you forgot the first time I was on. It's what did I say? Goddamn American Hero. That's the name of the fucking episode. Come on. That's goddamn right. <laughs> Don't forget it. Name, That's my full title. It's all right. the name of the episode and also the fourth most downloaded episode. <laughs> Just fourth? Fuck. All right. This next one's coming in. I'm so sorry. I'm going to do a bunch of Q drops. We're going to catch that whole audience, I too. I really think it's more about the I title than it is about you. Yeah. I have to People learn. were like, oh, this seems interesting. Nah, never mind. Female orgasm. Nope. I think I named one I'm coming. And so there was a lot of random downloads from right. like a lot right. of places. I thought this was ASMR. And, <laughs> and it was all about the female orgasm. And I'm pretty sure those people listened for about five seconds and realized it wasn't just the female orgasm over and over again. It was mm-hmm. actually a podcast. Well, the smart ones would have known it was fake. So smart ones would have known. Yeah, it's not a real thing. Yeah, but it yeah. Uh, so uh, what else What else is she great at? What else besides loving dinosaurs and teaching people? She loves to teach people. She loves to talk to people about she things. She does. She's very personal. She's a social butterfly. She really is. Yeah. She's literally not afraid of anyone. No. Like in the best way. Not in a creepy like, I'll go with anybody. But she's like. Well, she's probably a good candidate for getting kidnapped in a van <laughs> because she's so friendly. She just wants everyone to know things. Yeah. And she's very smart. Mm-hmm. She really is. She's very smart. How old is she? Four. She's four. She's four. <laughs> yep. How did she become four? Because we're old as fuck now. I was now literally and there the day she was born. Mm-hmm. I remember coming to the hospital when you guys had her and I got to hold her on the day she was born and it was the best day. It was so magical. You guys had your own room. It was so perfect. Mm-hmm. It was really great. Do you Little remember, squish face. Do you remember that day? Oh, yeah. Okay. We're going to talk about that in a minute. Um, first of all, I'm going to go ahead and get into my <clears throat> tip of the day. Tip of the day. Tip of the day. How can dads be better, quote unquote, girl dads? I'd like your opinions on this, please. So get up to the microphone. Thank you. Harsh truth, number one. Dads can't be squeamish about changing a girl's diaper. Now, I don't think you had any idea about the opposite side, like changing a boy's diaper. You see that junk every day for your whole life. So when you see a girl's like little baby hoo-ha, it's, it's a little upsetting and can bring anxiety is what they said. Did you have any anxiety when you changed Bo's Not diaper? because of genitalia. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't deal with poop. Okay. That's my thing, right? That'll get me every time. So like that gag worthy? Oh, 100%. No, okay, so you're I'll, I'll you're throw up in my mouth. No. Oh yeah. Have you started potty training? Yes. And it, can you not do it in there either? Even then. Like I'll do the shirt over the face and she oh. laughs at me. Oh. But wow. yeah, it's 
Dad doesn't like poop. Can't do it. Yeah. Okay. So they say that um, there's a lot of anxiety for dads. Um, the weirdness is based on the fact that they have lived their entire adult life where female genitalia is viewed in a wildly different context. So I couldn't imagine being a man changing a girl's diaper, but I've changed both, right? I've changed all types of diapers. My, I've changed Robert's diapers. Mm-hmm. Just so yesterday. I did. Yeah. I changed his diapers yesterday. Mm-hmm. Actually, I might have to change it later when we're done with this podcast because I don't know what's happening in his pants. Sorry, I just fur furred <laughs> in my pants. <laughs> One thing I want to mention is that uh, female genitalia needs to be cleaned from front to back. Please never wipe back to front. That can cause a serious bacteria in the urethra and lead to infection. Did you know this? Mm-hmm. Okay, fantastic. Number two. Dad should always use <laughs> number two. Shut up. Dad should always use the word vulva because that's what it is. Do you have a nickname for Bugs genitalia? Yeah, hoo ha. Okay. Right. So let me just say when you use euphemisms to talk about your daughter's genitals, it sends a message that they are unmentionable. They can grow into feeling ashamed of their sex organs. This distinct danger in shame makes feel makes girls feel less safe and they are more apt to hide abuse because they feel less connected to their unmentionable and shameful parts of their body. Can I ask why you don't call it a vulva or a vagina? Well, I just think she can't say it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a pragmatic thing rather than a shameful thing. Sure. Right? It's something that's easy for a toddler to understand. Yeah. Yes. Okay. okay. Yeah. Are you going to teach her the right word eventually? Oh, yeah. Okay. Fantastic. Number three. Girls' clothing doesn't have pockets, and it's very annoying. Mm-hmm. And when you take her places, you will be holding all of the things that she picks up because she can't put things in her pockets. Have you noticed this? That's why I have a fanny pack. Literally, it's the most annoying things. I just saw a meme today. It was the most amazing meme I've ever seen. And it said that bathing suits should come with pockets so that I can carry the rocks I collect on the beach. And this is the most truthful statement I've ever seen in my life. This will piss you off, dudes. Well, majority of dudes' board shorts have pockets. No, I know this. No, I'm very aware. It's awesome. You guys could demand that. You could do a general strike on clothing until they give you- How? I, we stop tr- buying. Stop buying clothing? Yeah. What if I get fat? Well, not forever. Oh, okay. Here's an idea. Where they learn how to sew. I will like the, like end the women of your life <laughs> right now. I'm going to oh. end your life. Oh. Who was that? Was that Nathan Hornblow? No, it wasn't. That? That Nathan wasn't Hornblow me. is a progressive. That was extremely and Wow, that was, that was Corolla-esque. <laughs> here we go. Harsh truth. Thank By the way, you? we have a man without a microphone here. Just in case you hear some background noise, he might be throwing in some fucking bombs. Harsh he truth. was laughing. Number five. Calling a daughter a princess isn't necessarily helpful. Do you ever call her princess? In the context. Like if she's wearing a princess dress? Yes. (laughs) Okay. But not on a daily basis. No. The word princess is a problem because both both girls and boys understand that the role of princess implies uh, authority and perfection. And while some might think striving for perfection is a good thing, we do not want girls to internalize being a princess actually. They are in fact likelier to be at risk for adverse and potential failures. What do you call her? Well, again, like given a context, if yeah. she's playing, we'll do that. Yeah. But we just decided not to do that because I didn't even think about what that was saying. Yeah. But then a princess is sort of like 
elevating her above other people okay. and giving her a position where she thinks maybe she's better than people. Do you ever think that maybe it would make her feel helpless? Like she needs a prince to rescue her? Um, Maybe. I don't know that that's... Except like, Elsa, who's a badass. Right. But. Well, they they even make jokes about that in Disney movies now. Yeah, they so do. So I don't think it's as pervasive. Okay. That wasn't part of it. But that's it was good. just more of like, well, if you're a princess, then you should be treated differently. Oh. And that's not what we're trying to instill in that way. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Uh, daughters masturbate. Did you know this? Mm-hmm. Were you aware? Both little boys and little girls touch their genitals for comfort and or pleasure. It is a fact of life. Fathers may find this behavior particularly disturbing in girls because it seems somehow indecent. There is a good reason for not calling out masturbation. For one thing, it can cause a kid to touch themselves even more because it increases the curiosity about apparently the super important shameful part of their body. And when the pleasure of masturbation is associated with shame, it can set a child up for a lifelong difficulty with sexual complications. So around five or six years old, kids will start discovering their genitals. That's just how it is. Mm-hmm. Like, And actually, they do notice babies in utero masturbating. Like, There's actually babies in the uterus who touch their genitals Like, and then send off all of these hormones that are like oxytocin and all these great things. Boys and girls around the same age discover their genitals and discover that they can be pleasurable. And that can lead to some serious complications when it comes to little girls. Now, if a dad walked into his son's bedroom and noticed that he was touching his penis and it it felt good he could have an easy conversation about it but for a dad of a girl do you have a plan i don't there's i don't know if you need to develop a schematic for it (laughs) a plan blueprints but but no but i'm not gonna i'm not gonna shame her about it because that's a normal thing like absolutely fucking monkeys do that same thing you know so basically yeah they just say Keep your kid in a, in an area that's not visible to other people. Explain to them that it needs to be done in a private space. And it's the same for boys and for girls. But apparently a lot of people shame little girls into this. Well, because women aren't allowed to be Absolutely sexual, not. How dare you derive pleasure from the one fucking organ. Oh, I was a little Adam Carolla-esque over there. What? Why is that? No, I'm just kidding. Because yeah. you're saying women can have more. <laughs> no, he was being sarcastic. <laughs> uh, you need to make sure that you're there for the girly stuff. Um, that means periods. That means puberty. Um, that means tea parties. Do you have tea parties mm-hmm. with Bug? Do mm-hmm. you really? Oh, yeah. So when Snow White works and you and Bug are there by yourselves, you guys hang out. You go to the park. I know you go to the park because I go with you sometimes. Mm-hmm. What else do you do? We do that. We go to the pool, play games. She painted my nails the other day. Nice. What color? Ducks orange. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Yep. So it's really important that dads are there for all type of play. Um, No matter how pink, no matter how sparkly, no matter how girly, no matter how emotional, no matter how unemotional, dads need to be there through every thick and thin. And please don't ever, if you are a father that has a girl, I beg you, and I have said this numerous times, please don't ever ask any woman, whether she's your daughter, your girlfriend, your wife, or your friend, or your coworker, if it's that time of the month. <laughs> it is one of the most humiliating things to experience that the fact that we have emotions or the fact that we're mad 
or the fact that we happen to be bleeding is something that all people know. And you guys don't have like a time frame where you're allowed to be cranky or not cranky. So like Kevin can be angry and I don't get to say, is it that time of the month? I can't blame it on anything. He's just in a bad fucking mood. Like there is an actual physical problem that we have that we can't control. And men just get to say, Oh, is it that time of the month? So for guys who have daughters, please don't ever say that ever. And don't threaten your daughter's boyfriends. Don't do that. Um, they're going to have relationships no matter what you want. Uh, when you're when you as a dad threaten their situations, their suitors with gun jokes, um, it can actually make it go in reverse. They succeed in pushing their daughters away and it can cause them engaging in relationships outside of their parents' knowledge, which can be dangerous. And it can also delay the adoption of necessary relation skill, relationship skills, making her later years chaotic. So no shotgun jokes. I said that the first episode. You did, and yeah, I wanted to bring that up. It just makes you an asshole. It really does. You're not going to shoot a fucking kid because you brought your daughter home at 10 instead of 9. Like, come on. You're not going to fucking do it. No. And you're treating your daughter like she's a piece of property. Exactly. You're not a cow. No. Like. Yeah. Nobody buys it. No. You look like a dipshit. Dude, you ever see those Instagram ads where it's like. <laughs> We're all going to see it now that you yeah, say it out loud. We all see Instagram Shit. ads. The ones that are like. Um, my dad, a uh, uh, sassy girl, belongs to a dad who owns three shotguns, or my dad has three guns, and that means I'm protected, or whatever. Like I can't, I can't handle that shit. Like that, that to me is really, daddy's girl. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah that means your dad's an insecure prick with a tiny dick. Basically, mm-hmm. pretty much. Mm-hmm. You have anything you want to relate to Q on that, or are you good? Well, uh, August fourteenth, Trump's going to be reinstated as president. <laughs> I just want to make sure all your listeners know that. Be ready for it. Be ready. The Kraken's been released. See, even Corolla's not that bad. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> Maybe John Rodriguez or uh, Rob Bain. But. Or. What? Or. Or the entire Republican Party. Absolutely. Oh. How's dad life? It's good. Really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You just went to like 75 theme parks. Oh, in, yeah. In like a time span of 72 hours. How'd that go for you? Oh, it was it was awesome. Really? Slash hot garbage. Okay. Yeah. Which ones did you go to? SeaWorld, Legoland, and the zoo. Did you spend two days at the zoo? No, just one. Oh. Yeah. I feel like you missed out. Did you go to just the zoo or did you go to the wildlife park? Just too? the zoo. Okay. Yeah. Okay, and which one was Bug's favorite out of those three? What do you think she had the most fun Well, at? Legoland was new. Okay. So that was the favorite. Mm, she got to do all this okay. stuff. Okay. Yeah. But the zoo has so many animals. Yes, yes and no. It was hot, so every animal was in the back corner sleeping under the shade. And I'm like, let's get a fucking cattle prod out here. Cue rhino. Get some raw meat. Let's yeah, go. Let's go. Let's see. Come these, on. Let's see these fucking lemurs here. Let's go. You know. No, it was it was good. What was her favorite animal? She loves giraffes. Mm. Mm. Did uh, you? She needs them? to come over to Nana's house. She really does. Yeah. Got giraffes. Oh, does she have giraffes? Yeah. Good yeah. lord. See? Of every size. Our Nana has Except for a know, real life probably one. like over 300 giraffe likenesses throughout the house. Pillows, blankets, statues, photographs, Damn. Uh, pictures. It's very easy to shop for her. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's not. All like, giraffes oh all the time. Oh my God, all giraffes all the time. Did she feed one? No, they weren't doing that. God damn it. Well, you heat? don't want to give a giraffe COVID. 
Okay. All right. I don't know. I didn't make the rules. Oh, I just play right. by them. All right. Um, all right. So I'm going to talk for just a moment about how you grew up. So this is important because as a dad of a girl, I want to know what your role model was for how to raise her. So Bunky has been on two past episodes and we talked about his life growing up in Big Bear on the first episode where we talked about long, long-term friendships and, and the fire department. You had no sisters growing up. No. Okay. Did you ever miss that feminine like interjection of life? Like, did you ever wish that you had a sister? I don't, I didn't think about it. But did you not gravitate more towards having both male and female friends? I don't know if it was a lack of sister that did that. Might it was just a, know, well, been. who's cool, right? <laughs> Who doesn't why suck? Why are you friends with me? The pity. It's my question Pity is what it is, yeah. Mm. Um, did any of your, your friends have sisters? Uh, Nate has a sister. He does? Yeah. Did you ever watch them interact, like, as brother and sister, like, hanging out? A mm, little bit. Like, but nothing that stood out to you? No. Okay. Um... How old were you when you realized you wanted to have kids of your own? Mm, probably mid-20s. Mid-20s. Okay. Ish. So while you were with Snow White. Yeah. Okay. And then what was the process like having Bug? Like how did you decide now's the time and we're going to try to get pregnant and then we got pregnant and then now we're pregnant and now like take me through that process. How long into your marriage were you? We were a little ways into it. Like a year and a half, right? Two years? More than that. Um, but we weren't entirely sure we could. Okay, why? So there was health problems. On Snow White's side? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, nothing nothing bad, but just that would make having kids not necessarily easy. Okay. You know? And then uh, we were just constantly doing anal, and I never knew that you oh, couldn't get pregnant with that's that. That's true. So that's yeah. that was the first thing. You got to switch sides yeah, so You got to switch it up. Yeah. yeah. So that but was But never do it well. from back to front. No, no, no. Front to back. Yeah. Always. Yeah, you don't start in the back door. No. no. Yeah. No. So we had to switch that up, that. which was a big deal. That's so, you know, upsetting. that was my lack of knowledge. How there. long did that last before yeah. you realized? Just years. 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 <laughs> yeah. Too bad. That's all it was. There's a lot of people no. who think I that. Feel like, I feel like we, or this is an educational podcast. We need a disclaimer. That's <laughs> <laughs> they're joking, people. Yeah. Please. No, no, they're, no, so, they're so good at acting. It's yeah. very good. Good music. Yeah. <laughs> I could go on for days. Don't do what they just said We're last kidding. minute. Yeah, I'm don't. Kidding. You yeah. cannot have a baby through anal sex. No. Also. Trust me, we tried. Didn't work. <laughs> Didn't work. Years and years <laughs> just down the drain. Believe. Down the drain. Damn it. Yeah. Literally. No, and so we got that and um Wait, did she have to do any like fertility treatments or did you just No. 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 And I think we talked where I had to go get my sperm tested yeah. and it was super awkward because you're in a room that thousands of other men have masturbated in and mm-hmm. I don't want to touch anything. Mm. So that was super fun. Yeah. Uh how are your sperm? They're good. Okay. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I didn't hear anything bad about it. So right, sure. Right. Yeah. Okay. okay. And then she was going to have a surgery to remove a cyst and they did a pregnancy test before the surgery. And that's how we found out. Like oh, literally shit. she was in the gown ready to go <gasps> and stuff. Yeah. So you weren't even like. We didn't really think it would even happen. You were just boning. Yeah. Just to bone. Well, we were trying. But oh, we okay. didn't think it would okay. actually okay. happen. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
And it's then, like uh, Pam and Jim from The Office. She went in for like a sprained ankle, and then they found out she's pregnant. See, ooh, yeah, yeah. Office yeah. reference. Yeah, I don't get. I don't get any of them. She's not allowed to. Mm. She's so cool. Whatever. She's too cool for the, the office. office. Fuck the office. Yeah, not too cool for anything else. <clears throat> Whatever. Uh, anyway, rules. Yeah. So that was it, and then went through the really normal. So you found pregnancy? out she was pregnant because she went into. Was she by herself? Were you there? Well, she was in the the waiting, the, like the staging room where you yeah. can't have anybody in. No, I know. So and then she... the nurse came in and then uh... brought me back and then her parents were also there. Wow. Yeah. Did you cry? No, I was really happy. Okay. But yeah, I didn't cry. All right. Yeah. But it was an emotional like over, like it was probably- Well, it was more over... shock oh, than anything. Sure. Yeah, because it was like, oh, this isn't going to happen. And How then... far into trying did this occur? A year or so, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Were you guys considering any other courses? Yeah, adoption uh, or anything like that. Okay. Thinking about it. And then you got to have mm-hmm. Bug naturally. Thank God, because yeah. she's literally <laughs> the most adorable mix of both of you. Oh my God. Um. So when she was pregnant, uh, were there any complications? Were you like super concerned about it? No. Did you have a gender reveal? Absolutely not. Okay. I fucking hate those things. Do I need to tell the audience that I'm going to say fuck a ton? No, it's okay. It. I'm already fired up about You're it. You're already ready. Dude, tell those me. fucking things. Tell me about it. The gender reveal. Yeah, absolutely. Like, why I yeah, hate bring them? it on. Yeah, I'm ready. No, because I. It's maybe what it initially was when they very first started. Because the lady that started those. She's upset about it. She's upset about she's it, very right? Very upset. Because now it's either a way to laugh at the dad that he's having a daughter. Or laugh at the mom that she's having another boy or something. Like it's it's like competition. Well yeah, or it's what's the right word? Like uh like not torture porn, but like you could like you're you're yes. reveling in somebody's like the misery like, porn. Oh God, I have a daughter. Oh, I'll never be a real man anymore. Or mm-hmm. the the wife is like, Oh, another boy to have yeah. to wrangle, right? Yeah. Like it's not the joy of of experience of it. It's like we're laughing at, at an individual because yeah. of it. At least that's the all the ones that I see. You know what's funny to me is like I feel like I don't understand explaining that your that your baby's genitals are on display. Like I don't care what you're having. Like you're having a baby. Why do you need to yeah. hit a blue fucking golf ball or or light a whole fucking forest on fire or light C4 a fucking forest on fire or or. Or fucking shoot a pink balloon in the distance. Why can't you just call me and say, "Hey, we're having a girl"? Yeah. Or now maybe there Instagram. are people that are like genuinely happy with whatever, and they just want to find out and they want to oh, like fine. have people. Sure, that's fine. Yeah. The I'm talking about the ones where they make a big fucking production, and the whole thing is like humiliation mm-hmm. of one of the parents. I've seen it. I've yeah. seen those gender reveals. Yeah, and you're just like, oh, look, the dad's mad he's having a girl. Like <laughs> the mom's wearing a pink dress hoping for a girl. Something like that. And the like dad yeah. like, throws a fucking tantrum because he's having a girl. Uh, I'll meet you in the middle. Two things. I love what is the, the dad that's like, the, the mom will throw the ball and the dad does like a total miss. I love those. Cause, and then it squashes on the ground. Oh, right. <laughs> Dip shit. And then it hits that like, golf ball and whiffs like you, come on, dude. Come on. And then on. I'll meet you guys. I'll meet you guys in the middle. I do like, um, I'm trying to remember. I think Corey and Liz had something, but it was just for them. It was just like a moment. Yeah. For, I think it was like, was it a cup of coffee or something? But I have something I, like that. I have heard the, uh, another one, um, from a podcast, they told the bakery, 
um, it was like a pie. It was mm-hmm. like either like cherry or strawberry for girl and then blueberry for boy and they didn't know and they cut into it and then enjoyed their pie. Okay, yeah, like See? that that's See? Cute. I like that. Like that's I endearing, right? But the production ones, And then of course an Instagram post. Yeah. <laughs> where they, where where they're setting up like literal explosives. Yeah. And shit like that. Like you're just making a show and of it. And the fucking emotion behind and it. And then when you're like super bad or bummed out, like, yeah. This is a show. You can fucking take that. Seriously. Not only that, but it's really annoying to me that they use the colors pink and blue. Like, that bums me the fuck out. Because that wasn't correct. Like, that wasn't used until the 1960s. Like, literally, pink used to be a male color because it's partially red, which signifies manliness and power. Um, and blue used to be thought of as sissy. Yeah. Like a periwinkle feminine. blue and mm-hmm. feminine. So literally the colors have actually changed within the last 50 to 60 years. Do you have something? It kind of goes back on what you guys were talking about. Uh, John Oliver put out a funny video yesterday. Uh, what? It's, it's just like a web. What you yesterday? Mean? Yeah, he puts one out every week. I know, but it's relevant to right now. Yeah. I fucking love that. Kind of. I love John It's more male, but it's teaching young kids um, about like genitalia. Um, Oh, yeah. It's called John Dillermand. It's this show that's from like Denmark, I believe. Okay. And it's kind of this weird animation, claymation thing where it's this guy named John Dillerman, which it translates to John Penis Man. And he's like a superhero in this little village and his whole superhero power is his dick, his cock, his penis, whatever you want to call it. He's in this like stripy uniform and the penis is also striped. You don't see like the penis. It's like always like part of his uniform, but it's obviously his penis because it's coming between his crotch and it can like make him fly and help kids out of the ocean wow yeah it's supposed to teach kids like it's no big deal like this is fun i love it it's not sexualized like and the one of the creators was like uh, interviewed on um an english uh, news station and the english people just didn't get like it's a penis it's so sexual it's a penis it's like no, over here, we don't think of that way. Like, right. yeah, we do have that, but like, obviously, because we make kids and stuff and we have sex and it's fun, but it's also just a part of your body, like your toe or your foot. Like, yeah, yes. no, it, like, legitimately, pee, pee comes out of it. It's not yeah. just cum, you know? No, there's pee and, yeah, yeah. no, yeah. Mm-hmm. Even pee makes your dick get hard. Yeah, not just a for rival. sure. <laughs> Wait, what? Pee makes your dick get hard? Yeah, like morning wood. Doesn't that make, for me, it's like, if I have morning wood, I also have to pee really bad. Like, that's one yeah, of the reasons I have morning wood. Um, like I have to pee in the morning, but it's like I actually, wake that's up. True. I, Kevin yeah. wakes up almost every morning and has a boner, and it sucks because it's a really good one, and I'm not aroused. No, like, what a yeah. waste! And I no, pee, and, I yeah. pee and then it goes away. Yeah, well, and you got to like stand with your arm, like you got to stand back from the toilet. Oh, yeah. oh and for then, sure, like, push and it down. It. It's not comfortable. Nope. Yeah. And then I get really mad because there's like pee stains everywhere, mm. and I can't really get mad because it's an anatomical thing. It's well, you know what the move is. Up. You know what the move is for that. You pee into the shower. And then Amen. Just, and then just take a shower. Did you know yeah. that? Because by then you could just just the whole you got the whole shower. Anyone, women or men, I saw this the other day. Peeing in the shower saves up to five thousand gallons of water a year. I'll give you a Corollaism. It's something he does. He pees in the sink. I can't fucking. It's a mm. urinal. Uh, I'm gonna go shower. It's not like I you don't sink. use some water. You still some use some water. You do no. it. No. 
I'm gonna go sit. I'm gonna go shower. All right. What if? What if you? Sink. Okay. Let's. I'll give you a scenario. Then you're you're taking a shit on your toilet and you do a little wipe. Uh oh. Damn. I got a little shit on my finger. Like it happens to the best of us. Absolutely. Where do you go to wash that off? Well, Into the, the sink. sink. Okay, that's kind of gross too. Well, but when you and pee, pee I'm sterile. worried about the splash bath. The splash that's is the problem. And not that it's unsterile, it's just that it's going to get there. And you don't wipe down your counter every Mm-mm. time you go. No, wash not only that, hands. but the backsplash of the, of yeah, the sink. That's you know what, what I would question. I hear you. Got to be professional. Got to know what you're doing. Don't yeah. be sloppy. Don't, right? yeah, don't that's, be sloppy. That's my only. That's, that's, <laughs> That's my only cue to that. But yeah, it saves water. Him. Like I, I have to pee for just like 30 seconds, but I I'm a I'm a proponent. Waste a whole bullet. A I'm a bullet. proponent yeah. for no, peeing in the shower. Yes. I, I'm a huge proponent for mm-hmm. peeing in the shower. So, anyways, do you have the John Oliver clip that you wanted to play? Or? Um, no, I just want to mention cuz okay. it's like it's like 7 minutes long. No, then we're not doing that. Yeah. But John Oliver, we love him. Um it's, so how it's did very you clever. How did you figure out it was a girl? Did you have an ultrasound? No, we waited until she was born. We told them, said, don't say anything if you know. Wow, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. then we got to buy her all gender neutral clothes and it was really beautiful. It was a great baby shower. It was one of the best baby showers I've ever been to, honestly. Yeah. Well, with that, I'm so glad we waited because it's so fucking frustrating trying to buy anything for a girl that isn't pink, Ugh. that isn't frilly. You try to buy a toy and it's like, oh, here's a kitchen set. Oh my God. Here's this fucking thing. And you're like, why? No. Like if you buy like she loves to help me in the garage building mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. So you go there and it's like, oh, girl's tool belt, it's bright pink. pink. And you're yeah. like, what the fuck is it pink? Like, well, you used to know whose it is. <laughs> well, I'm well, going to guess by the size old. of it. I'm, yeah. So. The fact that let it's me, not let me just say this. fixable. I, I do appreciate the way you guys did it that's very like you don't know yeah but i don't know i'm never having i'm not gonna have kids but if i think well, i never was, say never right I, I don't know i'm just there like, could be a i'm not a fan i'm a, a fan of Las like Vegas other kids for like a couple knows. hours and then i'm good i don't want to have that for 24 7 um for 18 years that's more than <laughs> but 18 if years. i was going to i think i would want to have like if I was gonna have a boy. I would go full boy. I'd want. I'd get them the Captain America shit and get him like. But why can't you get that for a girl? Nothing wrong with that. But I would probably want to get her like maybe Black Widow because she's fucking badass too. Like this whole there's a big push for women to be in that area too. Like I don't know. No, but yeah, but is I, it wrong to want to push your whatever gender into into full on boy mode, full girl mode? But. W- no, no, that that's fine, and it's good that women have more positive role models in that area, like right. Captain Marvel, Black Widow, sure, yeah. right? But would you stop your girl from wanting to wear Captain oh, no. America? No, right? No. Would you want her to not want it? Well, nobody wants to be Hawkeye because fucking. <laughs> sucks. Well, Shut up! He's but so hot. The other cool thing about Marvel. No, I'm not talking about Jeremy Renner. I'm talking oh, about Hawkeye. God, he's got Jeremy fucking Renner. arrows. You You're know, right. after like ten no, or twelve enemies, sucks. he's fucking right. worthless. No, he's done. Yeah. But like, but you you wouldn't actively discourage her, but I don't, from wanting to wear. Iron no, no. Man. But then I was also gonna say like, I would want to know that before she was her or he was born. Like I'd want to buy that stuff to be like it's like he's coming. Like I have all the stuff like ready for him. I wouldn't want to buy it okay. after the fact. Okay, so I I appreciate I appreciate that perspective. But I like I'm, the way you guys did it though. I'm gonna go ahead and let you know that gender differentiality starts before birth. Mothers describe the movements of their child differently if they know they are having a boy. Male babies were more likely to be described as vigorous and strong, but there were not these differences when the mother didn't know the sex. 
So ever since it was possible to identify biological sex from an ultrasound or a scan, uh, one of the first questions prospective parents asked is, is it a boy or a girl? And then the shape of the bump was used to guess mm-hmm. the sex, despite yeah, there being old wives tale. no evidence. If that it's this up works. high, it's, it's a, girl. a girl. If, if it's, it's down, down low, it's a boy. Yep. Uh, more subtle are the different words we use to describe boys and girls in utero, even for the exact behaviors. Throw toys in the mix, and this reinforces subtle traits and hobbies that are already assigned to male and female. What is your parenting approach? Like when you when you decided you guys were having a baby and, and, and Snow White was pregnant, what did you did you guys discuss like your values and like your parenting style before you had Bug? Well, I mean, neither of us are like strict, harsh disciplinarians. So that was already not gonna be something <laughs> we had to talk, well, talk about. Uh, I think we both agreed literally. Like, Funny thing is, she has Bug has some of the best manners that I know of of any child. Yeah, and you, it's oddly enough, you can obtain that without being an asshole literally, to your child. Literally, when I walk in your house, it's say hello to Auntie Ashley. Hi, Auntie Ashley. Mm-hmm. Ask her, you know, how, do you want to come see my toys? Do you want to come and see my room? Like, and then say, excuse me, excuse me. Like, she's literally one of the most polite four-year-olds on the face of the fucking planet. So I don't know what you guys did, but Jesus Christ, she's great. What'd you do? Well, I think you just, like, we did a lot of stuff that we hate when other people do. We we mm-hmm. avoided that. So we never talked to her like she was a baby. Like, no baby talk ever, right? Yeah. And if you speak to them like a grown-up, it's going to take them longer to figure out kind of what you're getting at, but their language skills improve more, their communication skills improve more. She was talking when she was less than one years old, right? Right, right around there. Yeah. Yeah. Words, sentences when she was like Understanding structure of language and stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. But I think our biggest thing was like, let's make sure that we don't raise an asshole. Yeah. I mean, amen. everything that comes with that part of it. Yeah. So, I mean, if you raise somebody who's not a dick, then you've succeeded as a parent. Um, Did any, did you have any like do's or don'ts when she got pregnant? Did you, were you like, we're never going to do this. We're never going to do this. And then completely folded on that idea. Because I have one that you did. Um. I don't know what what do you what do you got there? Let's see. This seems told, shady already. You told me we went to the park one day and you were playing a video for her and you said, "Yeah, don't let anyone ever tell you that like playing videos for your kids is wrong because this is how we get her to behave in a car." Like, oh I yeah, I don't want to hear anybody fucking say, "I'm never gonna show my kids videos. They're never gonna be exposed to television." Yeah, they say that. Yeah, fuck that. No, fuck that. Yeah. But what about social media? Not that so much, just because that's a whole other realm of understanding Mm -hmm. that she's not ready for, little kids aren't ready for. Does she know how to use a phone? She's very good with the phone technology. That's very scary. Yeah. Well, is it? They're tiny robots. Tiny robots. Or (laughs) she's going to go into computer design and create some fucking app that's awesome. And then I can retire. Actually, that's I'm going to talk about my uh, <clears throat> fictional kid again. And um, then we're going to talk about the stat of the day. So when you're done. Oh, okay. I'll get that ready. Um, 
my fictional kid, I would not give them <clears throat> a phone or tablet because that was what my parents did. I sat you in a car. can't not give it to them. Okay, then you give them a you give them a book. Mm. Or you sit out the window and look out look out at the world. Wait, that's what I did. Now again, that that was the stance that a lot of people that don't you, have kids on. You took that stance. Right. Play and, some music. Well, I but learned here, so much music from the car. No, no, no. And that's true, right? But the thing is, is that there's moments when you need to do something. Like right? shit. That or I hey, I need to pay this bill online. I need to clean this thing I up. I need to right? make dinner. Yeah. And so you can't necessarily just tell a child, hey, go sit in the corner and stare at the window because they're not going to do that. I'm so talking about if the car you have, specifically, though, because I don't because I watch TV because that was able, you know, just go watch a movie. But I'm talking about sitting in a car, bored, road trips. Right. Well, how much fun did you have sitting in a car, bored, road tripping? Yeah, but I had to do it. My kid's going to fucking do it, too. Doesn't right. It? But <laughs> your mom, I bet you, if I asked if I took, if I, if I asked your mom, did Robert behave on road trips, she'd probably say no. He was a fucking asshole. I disagree with you on that. You don't mm. know, though, because you're not your mom. I'm going to I'm gonna text her right now. Text yeah. her right the fuck now. After, after your start of the day. How many of the older generations that were like... No, I never did that. My kids aren't going to do that, right? How many of them would have done that if they had a fucking if iPhone? If they had the option. If they had the ability to, how many of them Dude, would have still brother, 90. My, uh, yeah. my say, brother and sister-in-law yeah. have two boys and they are Satan's children, but they are my favorite children. I love them so much. Alan and Connor, you're literally two of my favorite people on the planet. But in the car, good God. Right. If there's not something to entertain them. I can't drive with them because I'll get a migraine because it's yelling and 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 throwing of things and not in like a tantrum way, just in like a I'm bored. I'm gonna throw this car at Auntie Ashley's head. Yeah. I'm bored. I'm gonna hit my brother with this fucking wrench that I found in the back seat. I'm yeah. bored. Yeah. Now you can yeah. you can do all of the play the game, sing songs, all that kind of stuff. Totally. For a time frame. Yeah. Right, for a time. But if you're going on a four hour oh, car God. ride, you can only play I Spy mm-hmm. for so long oh before everybody's fucking over. Then it, go to right? sleep. There <laughs> we go. Give For my mom, uh, like I said, honest answer. During road trips as a young child, was I an annoying kid? She says, no, not at all. Aww. She's your mom. She has to say I said, I'm going to text her no. messagely. Yeah. Or separately. I think. We're going to say on the my down, mom. No. My mom would tell me I was a she piece would. of shit. She <laughs> <laughs> would be like, she yeah, would. you're a total trash bag. All right, you ready? So, by the way, uh, we're going to do a stat of the day uh, between the differences of boys and girls. And this is the world premiere. Can I have an echo? This is the the world 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 premiere premiere of the stat of the the day. day. Song. It's the stat of the day. It's the stat of the day. It's the stat of the day. Yeah. It's my stat of the day. Yeah, I love that. That's good. That's upbeat. That's peppy. In a survey done by the BBC, how many percent <laughs> of Americans say that boys are easier to raise than girls? So what percentage of people say boys are easier to raise than girls? And then we're going to take a break. Actually, man without a microphone, I would like you to guess the first 
number. How? What percentage of Americans say that boys are easier to raise than girls? Go. 85 percent he says b mm, it's high i'm gonna go 80 okay i'll go right down the middle 50 okay we're gonna come right back um after a quick break so we can pee and we are gonna talk about amazing techniques to raise strong empowered females Similar to Miss Gwen Stefani, who was a fantastic role model for me when I was growing up. Anything that you want to say before we go to break? Break up with Blake Shelton. He's a turd. He's a total turd. I'm waiting for Any you. Any QAnon things you want to say before we go? Yeah, absolutely. So good. It's Corey and Robert from the So So Screwy Podcast. A little background on us. I've been a school teacher for seven years. I have a brand new baby and I love to read. And I've been working in the film industry for the past six years. I don't want kids. And the most reading I do is Netflix captions. Every week, Corey and I scrutinize movies, music, video games, food, and everything in between. We have some of our closest friends to stop by to scrutinize stuff with us and share their stories. Plus, some amazing musicians we know like the Dares and Jordan from Newfound Glory. I also invite some incredible filmmakers I've had the pleasure to work with on the podcast to talk about their careers and the industry. Download the So So Scrutiny podcast for free on iTunes, Spotify, and most podcast platforms. Or visit SoSoScrutiny.com for every episode, videos, merch, and more. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Robert. I'm Corey. The So So Scrutiny podcast. Boys hated this song. Did you see the documentary? We did. Where they're doing? Yeah, and they apologized. They were mm-hmm. like, "We were so fucking we're dumb so to write sorry. this." Yeah, we can't believe that we let our record label talk us into this. Mm-hmm. I actually watched this documentary with Robert and Linda, and cried a little bit. Actually, yeah. this documentary was amazing. Look at that personal growth and saved a forest fire. Uh, the same day. Wally, right? It was during Yeah, no, it was the this. same fucking day. Yeah. We were watching... In the middle of it. We were watching the documentary and all of a sudden we saw a huge lightning strike. It wasn't raining. I texted you about this. Yeah, you did. Like I was going to scamper up there and put it I don't fucking know, dude. You work for the fucking Christ. fire department. Oh, okay, yeah. So Bunky. I fight every fire I need a fire world. department, man. Yeah, man, there's I a special a number man. that they designated just for this emergency. Yeah, it's your phone number. I'm yeah, going to give it out me, to everyone. Bunky, yeah. I need help. There's yeah, a fire. I'm going to look up and Where go, I'm, I don't fucking see anything. Hello, You're done. I need help. Yeah. My dismay. Okay. It's got such a good beat, though. <laughs> you can't get down on him for that. Unfortunate. The song is so problematic, but God, does it fucking slap? Girls that do 
Amen, Ad Rock. Amen. No, get it out of here. Um, we're going to talk about the development of a child. Uh, first of all, I'm I'm actually going to give my stat of the day now because sometimes I forget. No, sometimes I forget it at the end. Um, so we had someone say that 84, is that what you said? 85. Man Without a Mic says 85% of people think that raising boys is easier than raising girls. Uh, Bunky, you said 80. think so, yeah. And Robert, you said 50. It's 54. Wow, that's low. 54% uh, think that boys are easier to raise than girls. Um, 14% say girls are easier to raise than boys. The rest of them have no opinion Hmm. on the matter. Um, It may have something to do with the type of play that you have with your child. So, B, what kind of play do you and uh, Bug do? Well, we do all kinds. I try to make sure we don't just focus on one kind. Sure. So do you like wrestle? Do you have like rough and tumble play? Do you have physical play? Yeah. And then do you also have like like baby doll play? Like they like feed the baby or like play with dolls? She's not a big like doll. What's she into? But she'll like, so if we were doing the like typical gendered type. Sure. Like she loves to play like restaurant. Oh, okay. Where she'll like come in and like, okay, what's your order? I used to you do know, that. And like, yeah. yeah, exactly like that. I love that. We'll play gorillas where we just like wrestle on the bed, <laughs> you know, like nice. WWE style. Dude, I used to play potato with my dad, my stepdad, Wayne. Love him. Oh, and I love him so much. He was such a good dad. He would give us baths and then wrap us in towels and then like spin us so that the towel would tighten mm-hmm. right and then throw us yeah. on the bed and then let it the, and then pull us back off the bed and then wrap the towels as tight mm-hmm. as they would go and then throw us back on the bed and he called us sock of potatoes is what we called it i want to be a sock yeah. of potato you yeah. should always throw your children always 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 throw your children yeah. actually i have a statistic about that but i can't find it right now but i will tell you in a minute so you guys do gorillas mm-hmm. which is great mm-hmm. and then you do kitchen yep Okay. Do you do tea party or like any variation thereof? Yeah. Again, she's not like super into the tea party thing of it. Her mom Um, is Snow White. So at what point do you guys play princess? So she'll do that. So we have just like tons of boxes Mm -hmm. and they're like this box is costumes and this box is toy cars and this box is this. And she just pulls out a box and dumps it on the ground because why not? Because. Yeah. And then that's what we're doing for that 10 minutes or whatever it is. Sure. Mm Sure. Oh, that was burp. Wow, right into the mic there. <laughs> Quality radio here. It's her mic. Welcome. Yeah. It's her podcast. What are you teaching her about body image? That it's bullshit? How so? Because she's four. <laughs> well, so there's, again, uh, when commercials come on, mm-hmm. they're so good now. That the kids just see it and immediately like, I need that. I don't yeah. have no idea what it is. Fucking nothing it's idea. Crack. Right? It's crack. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Crack. I need that and I need it right now and I need all of them. All of I don't know what it is. But there's some of the dolls that look like tiny prostitutes. Mm-hmm. Brats. There's those. There's like LOL dolls. Or no something. idea. There's a whole other, like there's a whole fucking genre okay. of like sexualizing. Well, God that's always it. been a thing. Well, Barbie. But, yeah. Let's go back to the OG. Um, Right. Barbie. Yeah. You can and find so, Barbie Girl. I will pay you a million dollars. Didn't we play that in the Aqua, right? We played that one other episode too. Did I think. we really? I think so. 
By the yeah. way, does Bug burp? That was a better does burp, she know actually. That was really oh, yeah. good. Does she know how to burp? Yeah. Does she know that it's funny? It's hilarious. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah. My sister just messaged us all on our sibling group chat. She's writing a book about farts for kids. And she said, why are, fart, why are farts funny? And she literally wanted all of our opinions on why farts are funny. Do you have an opinion on why farts are funny? Well, that's just like, like why does the sun shine? Why is the sky blue? It just is. It just is. And that's what Cecily now, said. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it just right? is. It just is. But it's funny when kids do it. I'm yeah. not a fan when totally. some dude next to me on the bus is like... <laughs> At a concert. Yeah, and you're like... And he's like, ah, good one. Huh? And you're like, come fucking guy. Fuck off, the fuck off. But when kids toot... Oh, yeah. And then no, look at hilarious. you and giggle. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's best. so funny. Yeah. It really is. Uh, so... How do you let Bug know? Enough of that. All right, mm-hmm. fuck that shit. How do you let Bug know that like she doesn't have to fit into some sort of like societal norm? Because like even little girls as as old as like five or six, they're involved in like dance competitions where they have to like be sexualized by like dancing. Right. Which or, is or super pa- weird. Or pageants where they have to like be this hot version of themselves and they're like yeah, five. And that's I a- did. Full disclosure, I did pageants from the age of three to the age of six and won prettiest eyes every single year. Thank you very much. Mm. I'm not sure if that's like a positive thing. Do you thing keep that trophy on your mantle? I have, I have it. I have it yeah. in storage. That, yeah, I, still. I've got that. Okay. How do you keep that away from her? Well, because you don't emphasize it. How? People, well, that's a conscious decision, right? Like, if you're going to choose to put your kid in a beauty pageant, which is fucking weird, right? <laughs> like, all these people that scream about fucking Democrats being pedophiles and shit have no issue putting their kid in a fucking bathing suit contest for single men to judge. I had, at the age of three, a polka dot onesie, and I held up grapes. I have a picture of me. Yeah. No, there's old. nothing normal about that. I didn't win the bathing suit competition, by the way. Well, shit, you didn't have titties when you were six. No, That's I did your not. own fault. Nope. Yeah. No, three, three bunkies. Three. three. Oh, well, you should have prayed harder. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> the whole thing is fucking, like, I don't understand any of it because you're taking this idea that we have of sexual things, beings, people, and you're applying it to a child, yeah. which is fucking pedophilia, yeah. right? And yet you're worried that that there's uh, these pedophile, pedophiliac, demonic people that yeah. have an underground sex ring. Yeah, but that are going to no eat the faces of your baby. Going and putting fucking big fake tits on your four year old so mm-hmm. she looks like a sexier cowgirl. And she can like lasso yeah. something and then do the splits right. while she corrals a fucking bro. So, but all of that is a choice that you're making to sexualize your own child right so when you just choose not to fucking do that which isn't a hard choice you actually it's less effort because i don't have to fucking find a g-string in a 4t (laughs) right like it's less effort on my part not to think that (laughs) to enforce upon her that she has to be like overtly sexual i don't know if i want to 
want to vomit or laugh. Like right? that's awful. You know they make it. There's some fucking no, I'm store sure. that sells no, that I'm shit. I'm sure that they do. Oh, um, but I, you just- I, I made a bet with Corey and Liz because <clears throat> we were talking about we were at, at their house talking about the baby. Madeline. We, Mad- Maddie, yeah. She's, <sighs> she's adorable. She's so we're, she was in one of those like um, rockers things, mm-hmm. but they're like robots. So they just does it by itself. Yeah. And I just I was just thinking there, I was smoking a little bit and I was like, dude, they definitely make those for adults. Like, oh, wow. Oh, yeah. No, I want sure. one of those. 100%. And I looked it up and I didn't find a robot one, but I did find one that's like a giant um like the ones you kind of just sit in like um, and it moves you on it, its own it, that it has the arch that has Ooh. the toys coming down and when you like me sitting in it it's it's the size of this room legitimately yeah it's probably like, i'm kind of right it's probably gonna be in the trip room for the psychosyllabin study which is oh. happening yeah i'm in <laughs> okay done it's gonna be a few months okay. uh so okay you have to let your daughter know who she is and that you love her for who she is, not because of what she weighs or how she looks. So please tell me Snow White does not talk about her weight or body issues that she has in front of Bug. No. 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 Okay. Yeah. So Bug is never exposed to anybody being like, mm, I wish I was five pounds lighter. No. Oh my God, I hate that I'm not tan. Oh, I wish I need I need to get my hair done. Blah, blah, blah. No. Okay. But Good. she does like she does like the fact that she's strong. Like she like does the bicep flex <laughs> and stuff like that. Your wife? No. no. I know. It, bug. Well, bug. Yeah. Well, and then you she said can, it. I didn't. Yeah. And mm-hmm. take it out and post. We only put porn noises over people's names, so you have to choose if you want to use her name or a porn noise. Yeah. Um, what do you think about um her exposure to the media? Now I know that she's four. And I understand that she is not exposed to social media right now, but there is so much controversy surrounding social media and the presence of sexuality on social media Mm -hmm. and bullying on social media. And there's a huge push for parents to not let their children have any devices that could access social Mm. media until they are of an age where they can process this internally and mentally with some guidance. So uh, what do you think is a good, uh, you're a dad, dude. I don't fucking know. I don't have any fucking kids. What do you think is a good age? When do you think you'll allow bug to have a social media presence? Well, again, I can't answer that because I'm not there yet. What do you think? What our idea of it is, is that when you don't push that, in the early development stages, it doesn't become something that's important immediately. I will say that she is not on yours or Snow White's social media a lot. Like, you guys really don't post pictures of her. She's not someone who's going to have 16 points of information on her by the time she's nine. (laughs) Like, like I have to get my photos of her through... I have to be like... Bulky, I need my my. Well, that's bug just because I don't like social media. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, it's true. But she isn't someone who's going to have a profile built on her by the time she's sixteen. No, no. But I think that if do we, you think that's the right way to go? I, I guess it depends. I mean, if you're gonna, but see, here's the thing, right? If you ever want your child to do something, tell them they can't. That's a surefire way to the make boss. them to make yeah. them want to do it. Absolutely, yeah. right. 
So you mean if you say if if I say if I say you can't have a phone, you can't go on Instagram, you can't do this, you can't do this, right? They're gonna find, they're gonna do it, right? They're gonna make a profile on their friend's computer. They're gonna do stuff there, right? And now you have no control over it. You have no issue like dealing with it or seeing what they're doing, right? So if you give it to them in meter doses and say, okay, yeah, like if you want to have this, are you micro dosing her? Possibly, right? (laughs) But might be the best way. But say so so hey look, you want to set up an Instagram cool. Now, when you do this, understand this is what's going to happen because this happens to everybody, right? Are you ready for that conversation? Well, yeah, cuz again, I'm not going to treat her like she's dumb. And so when you have like genuine honest conversations right. with your children, you would be surprised can at how much tell they me- can can you tell me the last honest conversation? Like, you you speak to your daughter in a way that I have never experienced someone speaking with their daughter. Like, she's four. Mm-hmm. And I was just at her dinosaur birthday party, by the way, which was amazing. It was a roaring nice. good time. She was foursome, four, what is roar? Roar. Can she roar say the dinosaur names yet? No, oh, yeah. no, yeah, she's obsessed. Yeah. Like she knows all no velociraptor. Oh, yeah. yeah, she's like, oh, that's an ankylosaurus. And I'm yeah. like, there's oh. a guitar player for oh, every yeah. time I die. Yeah, I follow him, and he's made his little kid memorize. No, no, no. She memorized she them. Yeah. On her own. I think that's kind of. I don't think he forced him. He's a very cool dad. But yeah, at an early age, I remember. Yeah, like, the picture. Was, I was kid like, saying, I don't even know this dinosaur's name. I was what like, fuck. Do you want to take a picture of me with a dinosaur head? She was like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> okay. How do you explain this to her? She's super intelligent. Like, what are you going to be able to say to her? To- well, that's what I mean. So you you tell them that, okay, this is the choice you want to make. We'll, we'll go with that, right? But these other things are, you're opening the door to these other things. Okay. So you're going to post a picture of you and your best friend. Okay? Absolutely okay. fine. People enjoy that. But- when you do that, there's going to be somebody who doesn't like your best friend who's going to say something because their value is determined by reactions that they can get from other people. Their time is spent in this world trying to stir the pot online. So if you're okay with dealing with that type of thing, then you can do this. If you yeah. choose not to do that and you don't want that as part of your life and your existence, then don't don't do this. This is crazy that we are in a world be where we have to fucking teach children about social media. Like when we were growing up, luckily social media helped me find you again mm-hmm. after I lost you. But I never had to deal with the stigma or the persecution or the bullying that is social media. Like, do you have any idea of how you're going to handle that, especially with a girl, because girls are meaner than boys. Right. And well, that that's part of explaining it and it's part of understanding the action and the reaction. Right. And so if the value of being able to post pictures of you at the dance recital or whatever is worth more than what's going to happen because of that, because people are fucking Assholes. Assholes, right? Yeah. Then go for it and just ignore that and block it out. Yeah. But when that becomes, when the value decreases and the repercussions increase, then When the bad outweighs the good. Yeah. Right. And, but that's the thing is that I think that, and again, I'm 
a first time parent. I'm not like I'm the arbiter of everything that you should do as a parent. No, no, but you're actually one of the best parents I know. The debatable. Mm, <laughs> but I know a lot of parents. But see, here's the thing, and I, and I see it like going back to our original episode, right? There's people that have no sense of self. They have no thing outside of their job, right? So their job defines them. I'm this, I'm this, I'm this, right? And so, right, exactly. So you end up with the guys that have the fucking license plate frame and the stickers and the fucking in their room, in the over the mantles, two axes and shit. Because they don't have a personality. Right. They don't have a sense of who they are outside of this other thing. So a lot of people on social media, that's their entire identity. They've created this like fake thing around themselves. Yeah. And that's what they are. But they're there. So if there, you raise but, somebody but, though, well, okay, here's the thing. Okay, okay. So if you raise somebody who doesn't have that as their identity, that they are a, a developed person outside of that, then they can parse through that and they can navigate those waters better because that's not what makes them who they are. How do you and Oh fuck. Sex noise. Uh, Sex noise, uh, please. I son of a bitch. How do you and Snow White instill that in her on a daily basis? What Because you tell her that. No, but like you can't just say it. You have to live it. So how do you emulate that behavior? And I know how you do. Like you, you, I can tell you what you do. All right. You don't post anything unless it's family oriented. You don't post memes. You don't post opinions. You don't post anything sexual. You don't post anything political. Nothing. And neither does Snow White. Everything the two of you post is family oriented. 1000%. And whether that be because of your job or because of who you are, I think that you guys are incredible role models to her. And I, I never think, thought of that, but yeah. I maybe think that's, that that's literally yeah. like how it's going to work. Like she's going to realize that social media is a tool and not a way of life. Yeah, and that's what a lot of people miss out on. And they think that the Instagram life is the real life. And yeah. They think that, you know, they're what they do for work is the real life. I but, appreciate the fact that you guys just went to three fucking amusement parks and I saw zero photos. Like, I didn't know that he was at an I'm he probably if you could name your top five best friends, I would be in it. Yeah, hovering. Right? I Depends fucking on will kill you <laughs> to no end. You absolute twat. Yeah. I'm there. Yes. I'm in it. Mm -hmm. You would think that your five best friends, three best friends, would know that you're going to three amusement parks. If I was going to three amusement parks, I'd be like, bro, Robert. That's me. I'm going to go to Legoland and um, I'm going to go to SeaWorld and I'm going to go to You know what's funny? I lived in San Diego for like two years and never went to... Any of those parks? Seriously, never been to. I went to SeaWorld nah. when I was like six. I don't know that like, you would necessarily need to. If no, you were you've never been to any. Weren't you born and raised here? You've never been to the San Diego Zoo. You've never been to SeaWorld. Why would I want to see caged animals? All right. Okay. 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 Yeah. I saw blackfish. Uh, that, okay. No. San Diego's. The, okay. SeaWorld is different. 
from the zoo. Let's go ahead and separate those two things yeah. as like, like a different. Both those parks. But, no, but he went to three different theme parks. That's like me saying. But Blackfish was a Le- Legos was are in an highly manipulative uh, bad thing Blackfish because it's just lots of plastic just ending up in our landfills. There you go. There's all three. No, Blackfish was manipulative and dishonest. No, it wasn't. It was. But you don't notice it when you're watching it. And I'll get on this just because I, I enjoy documentaries. Actually, bring it on. And regardless of what side you're taking, you have to be all, honest with your all, viewers. First of all, take it back just five seconds. Great documentary. No, it wasn't. No, it was. When you first saw it? No. No, because I could see through it. And no it was, way. Yeah, hold on. No way. Listen, yes. So I, I'm waiting. One actually. of the biggest things that that bothered me, right? So SeaWorld did have, they would take whales that were free, right? And they would bring them in. They stopped that long ago. But what How Blackfish, like in the early 80s, they would only take animals that were injured that they couldn't recover in the wild. But what Blackfish did, and I noticed it immediately and why I didn't buy into it because it was bullshit. So what they did is they would manipulate you without telling you. And they would show a video clip of fishermen encircling a whale, mm-hmm. right, and catching it. Yeah. That whale did not ever go to SeaWorld. That whale went to a different park in Vancouver, British Columbia. But they showed that video and then immediately cut to somebody at SeaWorld, leading the viewer to think that that whale went to SeaWorld. And it did not. And so that's what I'm huh. saying. That's why I didn't buy it as a documentary because it wasn't honest with the viewer. Did you look it up right away? Yeah. Right away. Yeah. No, right away. No, because I wanted to know because we had always, we had you passes swear to, to God, SeaWorld. You looked it up right Guaranteed. away. Because we had passes, right? And so if they were out there like collecting animals and, and putting them in those tanks for no reason, right, other than just to sell, I was like, well, I don't want to do that anymore. Yeah. So I looked it up, but- that that and it stood out in my mind immediately, and I, I did look it up. That's why I remember it. The whale that they showed didn't go to SeaWorld, but they immediately cut to a shot of a person at SeaWorld, leading you to subconsciously okay. associate. So then that I it have a question: so Did you wrong. look up who made the movie? Yes. Did they have any financial disparities with SeaWorld? I didn't look up that part of it. Well, so what was their beef against SeaWorld? Well, so you can it's have like PETA. Yeah, it's like yeah, it okay. is like PETA, and PETA's fucking awful too. No, they are fuck terrible. Fuck PETA in no, the ass. PETA. No, okay. I'm sorry. Can I give you one counter? Have you ever seen like the aerial photo of SeaWorld? Like yeah. what it looks like. From are the you going to tell me the drawing of the parking lot and then yeah. the Shamu's tank? Yeah, I've seen that. Right. So cars, those thousands of cars. Those whales don't belong in tanks. That's not on. saying that they don't belong in there. That's right. Not saying that. Right. But if you're taking. Wildlife from the wild and, yeah. and caging them yeah. for the sole purpose of putting of them on display. Sure, yeah. yeah. These are whales that are not they're surviving. Gonna get, they're going to the get wild. killed. In That's the wild. their whole thing. They're going to die. And if so, they don't and they stopped their breeding program with where they would breed them and keep them in captivity. Okay. When did they stop that? Again, like nineties ish. Don't quote me. But it's been a long time. Okay. But they, that's what I mean. So, so I, the, you can, you animals, can make lots of issues okay, so with zoos animals, and SeaWorld. The animals that the they have. The blackfish was garbage. The animals that they have in SeaWorld are going to die if they're left in the wild. Yes. And they're living their best life in captivity, in retirement. And they're basically living in leisure world of, of orca retirement. In essence, sure. Okay. I agree as long as the animal is endangered. If there's plenty of them, we don't need dolphins. Well, but right? see, I disagree with yeah. that. 
and and here's a side note, and we may have to just give me a second. We're super thing. off topic. I we are so I, off topic, I like but it, I love Everybody's like, what I the love fuck? a zoo for educational purposes. Like I I learned so much going to zoos about how chimpanzees and orangutans are like communicative animals and how closely how closely related they are to us. When I was seven, I swear to God, this beluga whale at the Point Defiant Zoo wanted to be my best friend. And I took a field trip there like twice a year. And to know, like to, to relate to an animal... I swear to God, the same fucking beluga whale has been there for 20 years. So anyone from Washington State who's been to the Point Defiant Zoo, who has seen this beluga whale that comes up to the fucking window and puts its little fin up on the window and makes you think that you're the only girl in the world that it wants to communicate with. This was me. And I'm sure that it does that to every human that it comes in contact with because beluga whales are very receptive to human communication but I learned so much from seeing these animals and learning like what their habitat was like and seeing what they ate and like it it made a difference it made a difference for me yeah there's pros and cons to it whoa man without a mic you're gonna need to speak in the ear that doesn't have the headphones go ahead okay he went to an aquarium in Cancun. That's naturally catered for animals within, like, they, they prepped a landscape. And they prepped an entire landscape for that specific animal. How would you do that with a zoo, but get it to everyone? How did Mexico do it? Well, no, fool. Like, they can't, you can't show somebody a zebra, but in San Diego, right? Like, you can't show an African-dwelling animal in San Diego. What I'm saying is, like, for the animals that they had in the water, yeah. like, Okay. Okay. That makes sense. But what if they got out? Well, that's the thing. They have a release program where they release turtles that are breeding, that are capable of breeding. They take them to the ocean, have them release, and then they allow the mother to leave with the with the. All right. So, like, they have a continuous program where they have kids. You know. Okay. I hear what you're saying. It's very similar to the incarceration program we have here in the United States. Animals aren't. This is a sex podcast, right? I guess they do sex and zoos, I guess. All right. You know what? We're going to go ahead and just get back on track real quick because I don't know how. Well, should we should we do a so-so scrutiny on zoos? Oh, like we go to one? Yeah. I don't know if my PETA or my vegan partner would want to go to a zoo. I think he would. I think that would be interesting for him. PETA sucks, though. PETA does fucking suck. Um, do you uh, encourage her to pursue a passion? <laughs> Talk about girls, right? I hate you. Stop it. Do you encourage her to pursue a passion? Mm-hmm. Okay. How do you do that without instilling a specific ideology? Because I recently saw a picture of Bug, and she said that she wanted to be a firefighter. And mm-hmm. I thought it was so cute. And then you immediately texted me and said, I didn't tell her to say that. Well, I meant that like I wasn't pushing that on her. I know. She chose it. She did. Yeah. Because she knows what daddy is. Right. He's a firefighter. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, like, obviously the kid's going to want to emulate the parents. Clearly. To some extent. Right. Right. But she didn't say princess. No. Because she's, she's a badass. Because she's such a badass. <laughs> so how do you how do you instill that in her that it's okay to pursue that? Do you buy her 
firefighter toys? Do yeah, you we buy- bought her firefighter gear. We bought her astronaut stuff. We buy her princess stuff. Like, you do you. Figure out what you like and do that. We're okay. not going to tell you what you can or can't do. Do you allow her to disagree with you? Oh, she does it all the time. It doesn't even matter what I say. <laughs> not as a kid. Like, not as like, no, I don't want to. But like, if you say, um, you know, hey, you're tired and you need a nap. And she says, no, I'm not tired. Do you push her to take a nap? Well, yeah. Okay. To some, well, because you can just tell. Like, I'm not you, a parent, so you're going to need no, to explain but you can this just, to me. Well, just like, you know, hashtag Kevin Weller is being a bitch. You know, <laughs> you haven't eaten in 10 hours. You're hangry. Here's a sandwich, right? Okay. And you make him eat a fucking sandwich. You're not trying to push I some agenda on him. You just you. know that he fucking so needs to eat a sandwich. You're right. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's all it is. Like, yeah. You you're, know you're your kid. You're fucking doing the head bob and the eye rub. You, you know need to your take kid. a fucking nap. Like, but if, if she says, no, daddy, I don't want to go on this ride. Then we don't take her on the ride. Okay, so if you you yeah. go to the Orange County Fair, yeah, all right, which is happening right now. By mm-hmm. the way, hashtag I love the Orange County Fair. Um, and and she's like, I want to go on the roller coaster, and you're yep. like, Well, we're gonna buy this ticket, and we're gonna take you on the roller coaster. Mm-hmm. And then she gets there, and she doesn't want to go on the roller coaster. Are you gonna say, Well, we buy we bought tickets to bring you on the roller no. coaster? No, no, because. That, you can draw a straight fucking line to the dickhead guy that says, well, I fucking paid for dinner and a movie, you should fucking give it up. So no, <laughs> fuck that in the ass. Mind Yeah, no, that is a straight Whoa. fucking line saying, I spent oh money on you, God. you need to do what I say. So what do you say? So I say, fuck, you don't want to go on the thing? Okay, well, go with mama, I'm going to go on it, I'm going to have a lot of fun, if you want to have fun with me. Go for it. Let's go. Yeah. And if yeah, you get off. The next boyfriend's going to do that. Oh, fine. Then you, you want to come out with me and I'm going to go out with yeah, Diane. Yeah, she's going to say you're being a fucking dick. Then fucking yeah. go have fun with Diane. Because okay. as soon as the hey, minute. Hey, hopefully, hey, touche. Hopefully, hopefully. Touche. As soon as you get off the roller coaster, she, you say, see, dad had a good time. And she's still like, nah, I'm good. Okay. Well, no, we did. Sounds we good. went on a roller coaster. Yeah. And she didn't have fun. When was this? When we were at Legoland. Okay, so she went on the roller coaster. Yeah, because she saw me having fun. And no, like, I want to go on a roller. Are coaster. you seriously? Yeah, I have. What if what if Mom did it? Well, someone Kel- has to stay. Yeah, she, I know. She but won't. instead of you know proceeding to the next boyfriend that this this might be a shadow to later sure. in life. Okay, 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 okay. I what see. But if it was point. Mom, like saying like, no, you need to go on this, big girl. Like we're big girls and we do this. Like we get on this and it's it's gonna be fun and. I don't uh, think we would do that. No, okay. no. But there. But see, but just we counting also your, your boyfriend. Thing. Yeah. No. We also <laughs> just made the. We just realized that we're gonna waste money with a kid. You're gonna buy shit that they want that they'll never play with. Yeah. You're gonna buy food that they say they want that they won't eat. You're gonna buy tickets to whatever roller coasters yeah. that they're not gonna go on. It just is gonna fucking happen. And so, making them shame and then making them do it. About yeah. This right. Is... Because then. You always want to open them up to new experiences, right? Listen. And so, hey, you should try this and then see if you like it. Yeah. And if you don't, now you That's know okay. you don't like it. My brother and I were talking the other day and he took my nephews, <laughs> the precious babies, who are also Satan's children. But literally, they called me today. Oh, my God. Oh, they called just to talk to Auntie Ashley. It literally made my entire day. If be, if Bug ever wants to call me and like talk to me, I'm down. I discourage that. I realize this. It's fine. 
I'm a very troublesome aunt. True story. It's okay. Don't have your kid call me. I don't want to talk to you. I, I don't do. Want to talk to you. I I'm going to FaceTime gonna, you and just uh, put the camera at the kids. Please, so you can, can stare you? At I would like to talk about the blocks <laughs> and the things. And guess what? I built a sandcastle and there's rocks and also my shoes and also the sand. These are the things that my nephews talk to me about. It's great. I love them. Um, it's really important uh, that you are able to understand when your child is terrified of doing something. So my brother called me and he was like, hey, I took Alan to the water park. And I was like, oh, did you go on the wild thing? Which is like the well-known roller coaster mm -hmm. of wild waves. And it goes upside down twice. And he's like, no, he didn't want to go on it. And I was like, cool. And he's like, yeah, you know, I remember going to Disneyland with dad. And like, dad really wanted to ride Thunder Mountain. And for anyone who knows Thunder Mountain, like the name is completely a disappointment. Yeah, it's pretty low key. <laughs> it's yeah. one of the chillest rides at Disneyland. It's the least roller coaster. It's very fun. Oh, God, no. I love Thunder Mountain. I have a great time. I yeah, but love, it's not upside down. It's not scary, though. No. Maybe for like a six and below, if, you, if you're hot, uh, tall enough. You know, okay. In, an intro roller coaster, it can be like, bro, like that was a roller coaster. And it's like, well. <sighs> so Ryan was eight. And my stepdad brought him down here by himself. Sans any of, of the girls, which is a huge deal because we're usually a package deal. It's very expensive to do it any other way. Yeah. So came down by himself, eight, maybe 10 years old, absolutely refused to ride Thunder Mountain. So him and I stood outside the exit while my stepdad went on the ride. And I don't care. I've been on this ride a million times. Like, I don't, mm -hmm. I'll go tomorrow when you're not with me. I don't give a shit. He said the fact that I stood outside with him and made zero deal out of the fact that he didn't want to ride made him braver the next day when they went to Knott's Berry Farm. I wasn't there. And he rode all of the roller coasters that my dad wanted to go on mm -hmm. because it wasn't a big deal. Yeah. So what? You don't want to ride it? Fine. My dad got off and it was like the easiest fucking thing. He's like, yeah, it was cool. No one made a huge deal out of it. And it became this unspoken thing for my brother who then took his son to Wild Waves and he didn't want to ride this upside down roller coaster. My brother was like, cool, no problem. Mm. We'll, we'll wait for mom and, and sister to get off of it and then we'll see what happens. And everybody had a great time. And then Alan was like, oh, damn, like I should have gone on that. Yeah. And I'm going to do it next time. Well, and that's the thing, like that I said earlier, you have to make an effort a lot of times to be a fucking dick to your kid. Yeah. And if you just don't be a dick, it's easier on you and it's easier on the kid. So if you're going to shame, oh, what are you scared? What are you, oh little pussy, right? Like that's that does nothing for anybody. And you're putting more effort into making your kid feel like shit. Yeah. Then if you're just like, okay, whatever. As a girl dad, I want to ask you something completely off topic. Okay. What are you doing to prepare her? For her sexual future. Giving her a sense of herself and an identity of her own. Okay. That isn't reliant on validation from other people. Okay. So like media? 
no validation from like media. Like this is what you should look like. This is what yeah. a girl should do. This is how a girl should behave. Being ladylike. Right. Being this. Being that. How do you how do you do that? How do you instill that? What words do you use? Like instead of saying, "You're such a pretty girl," or "Oh my goodness, you're so you're so beautiful," or like yeah. So we don't emphasize looks ever. Okay. Like unless she comes out like in a costume that's meant to be cute, and <laughs> right. you're like, "Oh, look at this cute little kitty," right? Right. <laughs> but like commenting on her looks at all, or like, "Oh, you're so pretty," "You're so this," none of that, and then giving her again like her own self-worth mm-hmm. and hoping that when you give her enough of that and you let her build her self-worth, she'll understand that some choices are not worth compromising your own sense of self. What do you mean by that? So if a kid has been told the whole time that they're only pretty, right? They're pretty, they're pretty, they're pretty. You're so right. pretty, you're so pretty, you're so pretty, right? Well, when they don't feel pretty, they don't have a positive sense of their self anymore. Right. And we all have those days, right? Sure. You ever woken up and looking in the mirror and it's gotten bummed out? And you're like, right? I'm so fucking lulu. Yeah, so now your sense of self, is, is your self is diminished, right? Sure. So now you're more open to whether you want to call it manipulation or suggestion or anything like that. And then when you have a high value of yourself, mm-hmm. you don't put yourself in the same situations what kind of traits do you praise bug for so effort right we always try to not say like oh you're so smart you figured that out right we try to say hey you worked really hard on that okay like good effort on that right so instilling that it's not just an intelligence thing right that it's an effort thing and then taking it to where it's not an emphasis on your appearance. It's an emphasis on your demeanor and your actions. Uh-huh. Right? So that... You were so polite versus you were such a good girl. Right. Exactly. Okay. And then that makes you... It it separates the idea of physical appearance right. from success. Okay. Which I think a lot of people have or don't have. Right. And so that's hopefully part of it. And then just saying that like, well... You have value outside of what society places you as having value at. Mm-hmm. You're more than just something that looks nice. And you're more than, you know, I'm not phrasing it totally right, but. Being a good girl. Like, yeah, it's, it's more right. than just. Well, and like, even saying, like, you're being a good girl, like. Even that, society's made that into like a whole- You're saying, hey, way to evaluate the situation and determine what was right or wrong in that situation. Like, not only are you intelligent, but you're reading a room. Right. And you're able to acclimate sociologically to the people that are around you. Right. Your way to- you have a way to empathize with the person in the room and sympathize with the person in the room, not be a good girl. And but like, also, yeah, but it, along with that, like being a good girl, like has the connotation now that you're submissive, yeah, that you're diminutive, that you're quiet, that right. you're this, all these other things. And so if you just emphasize what a good girl you are, they're going to pull all that other shit in with it. Yeah. Right? But if you're like, oh, that was very polite. That was very respectful. Mm-hmm. Well, now you're you're praising the action. It's not gender. Without gendering it. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And without bringing all of the other stuff that comes right. along with gendering anything. So you recently, <laughs> you went to three theme parks. Mm-hmm. 
and you noticed a stark difference between the behavior of young boys and the behavior of young girls. Yeah, and I tried to find that article, but it was like a Reddit rabbit hole that I found it on, oh, and I had God, no idea where it became. Yeah, man, it happens, dude. Yeah. Um, but this lady was positing in this article that boys and girls don't develop dramatically differently, they and don't. that girls don't mature faster. Nope. nope. They're just conditioned exactly. from birth to act like yep. a lady. To be submissive, to be quiet, to be diminutive, all those other things. Whereas boys are allowed to literally run around Hold like fucking please, terrorists. Because neuroscience, Gina Rapon says that the fact that we live in a gendered world itself creates a gendered brain. So males typically feel like they have to develop more masculine traits. They may get excluded by peers if they don't. Um, and girls tend to focus on these more nurturing traits. So, mm -hmm. like, let's say a boy um, wants to, like, take care of injured animals or, like, it feels bad when his sisters are... Uh, are sick or something like that. We discourage these traits in these men and potentially deprive our society of the next doctor who's going to cure cancer right. because he's ex instinctively drawn to people who need help. Or let's say we meet a girl who absolutely loves cars and then is obsessed by motors and is obsessed mm -hmm. by the calculations of um, miles per hour to 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 gallons per fucking pasta per mamma mia like I can't I don't fucking know but we may be potentially depriving ourselves of the next Elon Musk because we're telling this girl that she cannot possibly create the world's next solar powered vehicle like are we depriving the world of of potential lifesavers because we're saying that boys shouldn't nurture and girls shouldn't want to blow shit up? Yeah, you're doing all of that and you're stunting your own child's development. Okay, so not only doing, are you abusing your own oh, child, you're abusing everyone's child. Everyone. Great. Right. So you're an asshole. That's what it is because you have this idea that certain genders need to be proficient at certain things and completely devoid of skills in other things. So without being too prosaic and on the nose, tell me some gender traits and don't go all the way to the end, right? Don't do a full Corolla <laughs> and go all the way. But what gender stereotypes are we projecting on today's youth, male and female? And and literally go soft. Like don't don't go hard. Go soft. What gender roles are we projecting because we have famous male chefs mm -hmm. famous female doctors right so we've gotten away from this in in our society you and me b we watched this we watched this happen right. we watched male chefs i love top chefs one of my favorite shows we've watched this happen and we've seen female doctors uh the woman who developed the fucking pfizer vaccine mm -hmm. was a female Wait, hold on. Are you saying men becoming chefs is like a new thing? Absolutely. Huh? What are you talking about? Well, dude's been cooking for a long time. So that's an extremely, extremely feminine. Well, here, no, here's, here's. 
the difference here. I think I can split. The Wait gap. a second. I want some. Do I have some dudes. fucking controversy here? We have three dudes in front of you. Okay, Come on. We're gonna, hold on. We're going to hold team on. dude. Man without a microphone. What? I feel like the female cooking in the home is like traditional. Okay. But the professional role of like a chef comes from the male title. In like the so. Banner. Okay, so female cooking in the home is a big deal, but professional chefs, chefs were given to men. Well, yeah. see, so here, here's where I think we can find the split. So a professional chef is masculine because they're in charge. They're running everything. They're doing this right. Now, imagine that you had a little boy who just liked to cook. Okay. That's the gender stereotype, right? Okay. So if your kid wants to be a chef and run a kitchen and own a business wow. that gets famous and all this stuff, wow. you're like, oh yeah, fuck yeah, kid, Gordon Ramsay, right? Yellow Wolf game puck. Right, all this shit. Yeah. But if Emerald your little Gossie. boy is just like, I just like to cook, you want a frittata? You're going to be like, <laughs> what the fuck, man? That's girl shit, right? So okay. when the, there comes a tipping point when a quote unquote feminine activity yeah. becomes masculine. Right. Because now you're injecting authority and you're injecting like alphaness and success. So there used wise. to be more actresses in the theater than males. And many, many, many an actress had to play a male role because there weren't enough males to fill the female roles. Man without a microphone? Shakespeare? No, because Shakespeare was exclusively men. Not all of it. Yes. No. Pretty much exclusively men. men I'm going to need somebody to look this Didn't up. Didn't you ever watch Shakespeare in Love where Gwyneth Paltrow had to pretend to be a guy? It wasn't because so there was enough dudes. She did it because they wouldn't let women into it. I'm going to need somebody to look this up. I'm going to need you to fact check yourself. Oh, my God. Another surprise is that chef by itself has no specific connotation to food or cooking. It is the French spelling of the word that gives us chief, meaning boss or leader, the skilled cook. Meaning of chef is an abbreviated form of chef de cuisine, meaning kitchen head or kitchen chief. Some other words that have come from the English French chef was borrowed twice. The first time it became chief with general meaning of leader and then some five centuries later in the 1800s, borrowed again, specifically meaning uh, the typical head or caput. All right. So, but again, my so gender ideals that. of a woman being a chef versus a man are completely disbunked. No, not not that. I way. think I have a better comparison. Okay, my headphones back on. Instead of chef, I would say maybe um, cook. Well, maybe not, because I guess I was thinking fashion, but dudes have been kind of in charge of that for a long time too. Okay, but yeah, okay, but I'll, so I will agree that women women are start starting to creep into more of the dude. Uh, professions like especially film bunky like the other day yeah. i worked on a music video at one point and i looked around and i was surrounded all by women camera director producer everyone around me was a woman i was the only dude on a film set and i was like wow wow hey, good job ladies like but i want to be like hey you guys are doing it like so but roll yeah exactly yeah. so but roll that so again now you take your kid that uh fashion like you said right yeah I'm going to be, I don't know, male fashion designer, Ralph Lauren, somebody, right? Okay, and you're like, Calvin oh, Klein. He's successful. He he gets all these models, all this mm -hmm. stuff, right? 
again, we're we're putting success and being in charge and being authority on that, and that makes it okay for a boy to do. What if you had a little boy that's like, I just want to sew my own clothes. Yeah. I just want to do cross stitching, right? Then you're all of a sudden going to go back to the whole like, well, that's feminine. That's yeah, but a the, girl thing. But aren't those dudes becoming the Calvin Kleins and the Ralph Lauren? Well, Lawrence? eventually, exactly. but when they start. A lot of them, sorry, a lot start, of them are I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure right? that a lot of them have backstories that read something like, my father never accepted me. I was a disappointment. Right. My family didn't know who I was until I became famous. Like, yeah. This whole idea that in order to become who you are, you have to suffer some sort of tragic existential crisis because what you wanted to be, like even on Top Chef now, it's my favorite show, right? I love this show. Or, okay, let's go with one's a little closer to home. Rescue, not rescue 911. Yes, res- no, rescue me. Rescue me with Dennis Leary? With Dennis Leary. Okay. The female that they had come to the station, they treated her like shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So imagine Bug goes into that situation because the last thing she said she wanted to be was a firefighter. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do to prepare her? Or let's say you had a boy and he wanted to be a fashion designer. What are you going to do to prepare that child for not only the ridicule they're going to face, but the backlash from people they don't know? So, and the pushback from family members. Okay. Well, so the my first thing to all that is, well, fuck them. I know. That's my first thing. So, but the way to. Because it's easy to say fuck them, yes, right? It's harder it to put it in practice. It is, exactly. So, say okay. That's Robert's go-to is, well, right. fuck them. Yeah, fuck them, right? Right. Yeah. But, so here's yeah. here's what With you can do. With all due respect. So, fuck you. I don't want to, I don't like to burn bridges. <laughs> but I've, fuck I've you. Learned, I've learned not to do that, but. But seriously. Under my breath, I fuck you. Okay. I'm a firefighter. Right. <laughs> so, she wants to be a firefighter. Sure. Okay, cool. So, here's what we're going to do. We're going to get you ready Physically, okay, and we're going to get you ready with your knowledge base, right? What about mentally? Well, that is part of it, okay. right? That comes with the physicality and the right. knowledge, right? So, okay, when you go to take the physical test to do it, I know you're going to fucking blow it away to the point where nobody's going to be able to say they let you in because you're a girl, Boo. because you're <laughs> going to do better than half of those guys. Are you going to tell her that you failed it? Yeah. Because failure isn't a bad thing. We need to fucking move away from that Fuck bullshit, yeah. too. Jesus Christ. So that Christ, was dude. another fucking thing that they said about raising girls is that you should celebrate their failures. That's when you learn. I've literally yeah. never heard anybody say that. And yeah. I wish someone would have said that to right. me when I was growing up is celebrate your fucking failures. You learn more in failure than you do in success. Robert? Success just reinforces it. Tell me about a failure you had that taught you something. Every time I'm on on set, today, today I didn't have a charger. I failed. <laughs> yeah, and now I went to Best Every Buy. Every time he's on Tinder. <laughs> hey, that's nah. Grinder. That's Grinder. It's Grinder. Unofficial sponsor. No, you would do well on Grinder. But then I learned. <laughs> I went. Would. I went. You know what? I need a charger just for my podcast case. What did he say? Man off the mic. What did he say? I am done having this issue. I'm he gonna, said something else too. Oh, me. I am buying a charger. I am done having this issue. Because it's happened more than I once. I am buying a charger. 
church. Especially with this podcast, yeah. Well, you know. So yeah, I mean, I, one thing that stuck with me early on, I don't know why, but with Edison, he was saying how he was it like a he he didn't fail. No, he he didn't succeed with life. If you don't try, you don't. If you don't fail, you well, don't try. Or my something. favorite quote of all time is from Yoda: "Is do or do not do uh, do or do not. There is no try. That's either yeah, you well, do yeah. it, you don't you don't try at it." Um, but no, like Edison, he, it was like, here, I'm gonna look up the quote because okay. I want to get it. What have you failed at? Man without a mic? Right about okay. All right. So his last two jobs led him to the job he's at now and he's failed and he's gotten here and he's pretty great now. What'd you fail at? Oh, most everything in life. No, that's not true. Yeah. No, no it I, isn't. No. Well, I failed at being a firefighter the first time. Okay. All right. And you learn from it. But All right, that's true. You just that's that's the thing is that just you okay, you're gonna have a higher hill to climb yeah. than other people. You're gonna have higher expectations than other people. Yeah. People are gonna wanna write you off immediately because you're a girl. And they wanna do, do that. You say so that to her. You literally just fucking say it and you trust your child. Like I don't know why there's this weird thing where we don't trust kids. I don't I never understood it. But like we have to be like, well, hold on. I got to dumb this down. I got to fucking simplify this thing. Like kids are not dumb. Yeah. They'll understand it. They may not get all of the verbiage, but they fucking understand what you're saying. And when they're in their teens, they get it. And you say, look, you're just going to have to do more Mm -hmm. because people are going to want to write you off. So by doing more, you're going to be at their same level, right? And they're always going to say something. They're always going to do something. But at the end of the day, you know you're better than them. And when you know you're better than somebody, you don't have to fire back. You can just say, eh, fuck it, right? Like, that's that's what I'm Like, all these dudes that are fucking alpha, primo gonzo, look at my fucking pecs, look at my muscles. I'm this fucking badass, right? And I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, I'm going to go home with the prom queen. Yeah. And I don't have to worry about what you're preening and puffing your chest yeah, out right. about because fuck you, I won. Because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, right? And so yeah. when you do that, and that that's what I'm saying. Lucky. You and you that, don't have to post it on Instagram and you don't have to fucking you don't have to do any talk about shit. how many likes you get. Exactly. And you don't have to you fucking don't worry about your filters. Yeah. Dude, I had an epiphany while you were talking. And, okay, all right. I used to go to high schools and talk about sex ed in a very uh, candid way, like you are right now. Like, who the fuck cares? You're going to have fucking sex. Mm-hmm. You're going to get an STD. That's fine. It happens to everybody. Literally, one out of two people gets an STD. So two people in this room are going to get an STD, and two people in this room have been married for 17 years. So there's that. Also, literally everyone has experienced the same thing as you. And I try to explain this to these kids who are in ninth grade, 10th grade, 11th grade. And of all the reviews I got back, the ones that stood out to me the most were, thanks for being honest. Thanks for being candid. Thanks for being upfront. Thanks yeah. for saying it like it was. Thanks for being uh, the most truth. Te- thanks for telling the truth. Like, why are you lying to your children? Right. It kind like, of goes back to what you're talking about with your like four year old. You talk to them like like an like adult, an, not with the baby yeah. voice. You know what? And honestly, my mom did that 
And I remember it from early age. Oh, yeah. She yeah. would like, when I come home from school, like, hey, what's up, dude? Like, wh- how, how was, was your th- day? Not like, how was today, Ooh, little boy? Little like, buddy. Yeah. Like, like, baby. My, that's what my grandma, like my grandma did. Like my grandma right, did. Right. Like, and that's what's expected from grandma, but not right. my mom. And uh, yeah, so I found the quote, I think that might be why my, ne- my nephews and my niece like me is because I don't talk to them like a child. Same with Linda. No. Yeah, no, Linda th- was the same yeah. way with me the whole time I was growing up. But I you was also you spoken don't, to like a human being. I think what the the, the offense is is you want to be like that friend, but not best friend. You also have to be adult. Like I remember the one time Linda yelled at me as a kid, and it always haunted me. I don't know why we were at a grocery store, and I hit her on the back of her ankles. And I think I did it again on purpose or something. Mm. And she turned around with this look and I she was fucking pissed. Well, like, fuck yeah, that like, hurts. Why the fuck shit. are you doing this, dude? Like, and I remember going, Oh, oh, that's bad, Linda. Okay. I don't want up. that ever again. Ever. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's the side. You want to have like the friend that like you can trust with like everyday life, but like the person that goes like, no. Like, and you listen to that. Let's no. talk about that. One sec, can I have I got the quote. Do, oh yeah. Thomas Edison with the light bulb. I might I I have I have not failed. I just found ten thousand ways that won't work. So he <laughs> he didn't fail on it. He just no, found ten thousand ways the light bulb didn't no, that's work. Great. And then he finally found no, it. Yeah, that's fantastic. Just, that always stuck with me. Even as a kid, I heard that early on and it just Dude, like wow, he just kept going. Anyone who finds a Thomas Edison quote inspiring. Oh, thanks. I'm down. Have you ever had a moment with your daughter where you lost your cool? Oh, yeah. But I think that's normal. Okay. I mean, when the kid's being a little shit, they're being a little shit. How do you... Okay. So can you can you tell me a time that you lost your cool and then you were embarrassed about losing your cool? Well, I think you get embarrassed because you're like, well, that was a dramatic overreaction <laughs> to an event that was really nothing. You know what I mean? It was a juice box, Bunky. Yeah. Let it go. Let it go. Well, no, but like I've always been like, I'm... My default setting is chill, right? He's but not wrong. I do Sadly, have that It's very point. annoying, actually. I apologize. You should, but because fuck you. No, but sorry. literally, like when we're in the middle of a fucking like terrifying situation and I'm freaking out and you're like, wow, you need to chill the fuck out. I'm like, Calm wow, down. you know what? Suck my dick. <laughs> this is why I want him to do our firefighters because you are like that. Literally. But for some reason, I see in your eye, if shit went down, you'd be the fucking guy. <laughs> well, I'd if there be was a zombie apocalypse, like, I'd be could, at Bunky's house. And it's not just because you're a firefighter. Five minutes. And you're I'm there. Big dude. No idea why yeah. he's like seven yeah. feet tall. But I think that's. Yeah, you can always kick it up a notch, right? But so, but my whole thing is when I do get mad, I get really mad for like half a second. Right. And then it's gone. It takes a really long time to light our ignition, but once you light it, it's like, fuck you. It's big, but then it's gone. And then it's over. Yeah. Yeah. And so there was times where, you know, she would just be like being not going to bed or just screaming or like something where you're like, you need to stop this, right? So how do you get a child to understand the psychology of Well, but again, you can't you can't expect them to understand it because their brains they're still reptile brains when they're young. Mm. And they operate off of emotion, they operate off of like immediate stimuli. Right. So you can't expect them to understand that if I don't go to bed now, I'm going to be tired tomorrow. Right. Like, tomorrow doesn't exist to kids. It's all immediacy, <laughs> right? Shit. And so when you when you get your head around that, that they don't see the future. Everything's right God now. God damn. And then, but you, 
everybody loses their cool, right? And yeah. so there's been times where I've been like, I've yelled or, you know, like I gave her, like, I don't believe in corporal punishment. No. You know, like a swat, like a stop it, like on stop. the butt. Yeah. Stop. But then I understand what I did and I go and I say, hey, I'm sorry. Ooh. I lost my cool. I yelled when I shouldn't have. This situation wasn't warranting of that reaction. Now, does she have any idea what that means? <laughs> maybe, maybe not. But right? was okay. But, but wasn't her behavior? And I'm being a devil's advocate because I don't have kids. Wasn't her behavior warranting a SWAT and a hey, you're not behaving properly? Well, I meant more like uh, like if I've if I've lost my cool and like yelled or something, right? Okay. Because. When you yell all the time, it loses all effectiveness. Okay, yeah, right? and yeah. so and some things don't really involve like you're pissed off and you're annoyed, but yelling doesn't solve the problem, sure. right? And so when I do that, I'm like, hey, yelling wasn't the way to fix this situation. Okay, so me yelling didn't make any of this better. But it you don't excuse escalated. her behavior. No, you don't let them off the hook for okay. it. Okay, but you say my reaction wasn't commensurate with what was going on. Okay. And so I apologize for overreacting to what this situation was. Okay. Now you still instigated it by doing this, this, and <laughs> You're this. You're still a dick. But my response wasn't <laughs> was more dick. Was more than it needed to be for right. what was going on. Right. Right. Now if she's gonna, I don't know, something dangerous. Right. She's playing with the stove. Sure. Right. Turning the gas on and then turning another burner. <laughs> Right? Why is your daughter playing with this stuff? Well, kids do all kinds of shit because they see you doing it, right? <laughs> oh my God. So, or she's looking at the table saw and sure. she's like, I'm going to turn this on, right? <laughs> Where did the table saw Because she helps me out in the shop all the time. All right. Yeah, she's got her own tool belt. We talked Jesus about this. Christ. So, but like, yeah, there's certain points when, when like a, 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 physical a yell or and a, a physical scream, reaction is yeah. worth it, right? Because as an adult, if you turned on a table saw and put your hand in the way, right. Another adult would be like, would "What the fuck are, you fuck are you doing?" Right, right. And but but then sometimes we just snap because we're exhausted, we're tired, whatever. Yeah. But the yelling didn't do anything to progress right. the situation. It didn't make them more understanding why they need to go to bed. It didn't curtail the actions. It just upset them, upset you, and it went into another area. So when do you use language to speak to your female daughter about who she is? Like, oh, you did such a good job at, I don't know, like, oh, you're so, do you ever, like, if I had a son, it would be very difficult for me to not be like, you're super handsome because I think husband Kevin Weller is super handsome and then it would be hard for me to not tell my daughter oh my god your curls look really good today like because she would obviously have my curly hair so like where do you draw the line between genderization of compliments and like compliments of who they are as a person just do both huh yeah well like because again you're not if you said like your curls look really good that's a comment on a particular aspect of like it's it, you're not saying you are beautiful. Okay. Which you can still say, right? You right. just don't make that the sole crux of every compliment. Okay. But then when they do something like when she helps me out in the shop and I'm like, "Hey, go grab that set of pliers." And she finds a pair of pliers and not a wrench or not a hammer or something else. And I'm like, hey, good job remembering what pliers are. Good job finding the right thing. 
So you just do both, right? And you never overemphasize one or the other. So it's not about who, what she looks like or who she is as a gender, but more like, I love the outfit that you picked out today. Right. Yeah. Oh, it has look, nothing it, to do. Yeah. With look like, what you picked out. That looks really good together yeah. or something, right? And then you're, enforce, you're reinforcing positivity that they made a good decision, but you're not making it about their appearance in the same way that like media or society would make it about their appearance. Did you have any fears like going into parents, like parenthood? Like, did you think I want a boy because I want a girl because? No, I didn't. I didn't honestly care. Okay. Did you have any fears but, when you realized she was a girl? Like, was there an overwhelming feeling when you realized it was a girl? No, there was some of the fears because of dumb, stupid, toxic masculinity or whatever you want to call it that we all grew up with. Yeah. We're like, oh, man, I'm going to blow it because I'm not going to know how to have a tea party with her. <laughs> I'm not going to know how to deal with it. When By she the way, wants to tea parties boys. are the easiest thing ever. Yeah, it's buddy, all imagine. It's an imaginary thing. Yeah, you you don't have to make tea. The only thing I don't like is the chairs are too small. They're very small. Yeah. Well, so, well, you're also a very large man. That is true. So the tea parties are not. But very if we bad could have a tea me. party on the couch, I'm uh, I used to have tea parties so, underwater. Robert, remember that at Nana's house? Underwater. Tea parties underwater. I don't remember that. My nanny used to have tea parties with me underwater, and we'd hold our breath and like sink down to the bottom. And well, oh, that must have been just you guys. And I don't cheers doing each that. other underwater. It was cheers. really, it was really cute. Yes. But tea parties Nan, underwater. Nan and I did have a thing about SeaWorld. She took me when I was like six, and we did the whole thing when I didn't know about all the bad stuff <laughs> that I know about. And uh, when we came back, we went to the pool and we did all like. The, the trainers would like yeah just, and that we that was our thing so. oh I, I didn't do it to you. yeah we that's what nana was cool nana was cool she nana spread, is she spread cool. the love she spread like the me? inside joke stuff nana is cool yeah, like end of story nana is cool um do you have any fears about bug growing up in this society is there anything you're worried about well, yeah. I mean, you're always going to worry about the constant pressure to look a certain way or act a certain way or them buying into like, this is what beauty is. This is what right. value is. How this are you going to combat that? By hopefully instilling in her now and just fortifying that you are not just your appearance. Right. You are not just What about the family members and the friends you expose her to? Like do you do you make sure that those people const yeah. are constantly saying positive things like Yeah, like I'll correct my family. Right. You know, oh hey, we're not saying that. We're we do this, okay. right? It's not that you're so smart. It's that you worked hard on it. Right. We're doing this, right? Right. And if somebody doesn't want to do that, again, fuck them. <laughs> like I love you so much. That that's your choice. You are now making that choice. Like yeah, this is this is the choice. boundary I've established. You're right. If you want to go outside of that, then you're not. Part you don't of this. get to hang out with us. Yeah. So and fuck them. Bugs pretty cool. Yeah. So like, if you don't hang out with her, that's a really sad thing for you. Right. So yeah. So I mean, it's your loss, not me. Yeah. So the, I don't give a shit. You are really going to be raising an empowered female presence hopefully i mean already i mean her fourth birthday was all about dinosaurs and all she wanted to do was roar at me so i mean yeah. she's pretty cool and then she wanted to break open dinosaur eggs right right but see that that's my only goal 
right? That's my only thing. Like, I'm not going to be able to control what music she listens to. I'm not going to control the fucking... Thank God. Hopefully it's not country. Good Lord. I'm going to show her... If she gets into country, I'm I'm going to show her 311, and we are going to go to 311. She has good taste, so that's not going to work. We're going to go to 311 day together, and it's fine. Fine, do it. No, no. But see, but then again, I'm not going to shame her for it, (laughs) because I spent a lot of my early life... Being like, you listen to the wrong kind of punk. <laughs> You're not fucking Bunky, punk. Bunky, I got an important question for you. I'm not gonna tell. I'm not gonna ask you what your favorite band of all time is. I know what it is. Give me three. Give me your like top three. <laughs> I oh. know what his top three are. Jesus Christ! All right, wait, hold on. I'm curious, Ashley. What is his top three before you answer? If you think ACDC, ACDC, okay, it's in the top three. Just for don't sure. let, don't even say anything. One, two, three. Say it, Ashley. And then No Effects. Uh-huh. And then probably. Oh my God! Oh, the last one's hard. I'm gonna say social distortion. How right is she? Well, she's not wrong. Okay, I need but to again, at least I, one. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm. I I can't ever pick a favorite. No, I, that's why I said refuses. Say, well, yeah, why well, refuse? Right, but that's uh, why I said top three. Yeah, give me three. Again, that's like asking he can't do it. Like first he won't, I literally, he won't. I can't do it. You got to narrow it the down three to that subgenres. I, you look, narrow the three down. that I said okay. are probably three that he has considered the top in his life. I'll narrow it down for you. Okay. Give me the top three bands that you're going to be seriously showing her as a like punk fan, rock fan. Like These are daddies. Okay, now you're a serious age and you get this. Maybe 13, maybe 12, 10, somewhere around there where I really took music serious. And I started listening to the, the music my parents great listened question. to. What are the three bands that you're going to show her? Like, hey, these are what Daddy likes. And I, I don't. Okay. Okay, I have two. Okay. You have two. Have Do you want to say them first? Social Distortion and MXPX. I think you're overrating my like for both of them. Wow. Okay. Well, no, but this is a different topic, though. Oh, okay. Okay. So yeah, so if I'm to gonna... like to motivate her to get into good music, like, hey, okay. no pressure, but like. Just showing you, like, Daddy knows that this is good music. Yeah. These are the three bands that I would show you. Okay, so for something like that, I'm probably going to show her, I got to show her the Ramones. Wow. Okay. Because okay. that started everything, right? You're, you're 100%. So right. I got, I have to do that because yeah. they're they're the front. And it's easy they're, digestible. It's like two chords, three chords. It's three chords. And those songs every song transcended in the commercials 75 seconds. She'll yeah. hear them through the rest hey. of her life. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Let's go. So you got to yeah. go with the Ramones there. Okay. Um, I'm going to show her for diversity, Queen. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Because Queen did straight up away. rock. No, they did. Queen did theatrical. And Queen punk. did And headphones. Got to yep. do it in headphones. Right, exactly. Yeah. Right. I'm going to do 80 gram vinyl so she gets the full experience. Man without a microphone agrees a thousand Yeah. <laughs> How hard do you agree? Very yeah. hard phrasing, and then <laughs> and that's this is selfish thing. because that's kind of what I want. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna um, be overt. You're not gonna you're not gonna guess it. I promise. Mm. But I I know the values that I want to distill in her. Instill, not distill. It's not booze. Instill <laughs> hey, in her. Vodka. Yeah, she can get drunk on the ideas. It's okay. So and I'm split, and they're that. completely different. Okay. But I'm going to play either Woody Guthrie or Rage Against the Machine. <gasps> I don't know the first one. Woody Guthrie? Woody Guthrie. Yeah. So he he was a social wow. folk singer. Woody. That 
if you listen to Rage and you listen to Woody yeah, Guthrie, no, no, no. they're the same. Zach actually, different. Zach actually talks about him in almost every single interview that he does about like where his inspiration came from. It's from Woody this Guthrie. Land is your land, and this land is my land. Listen right. to the words of this California, song, though. Like he had on his guitar, "This Machine Kills Fascists." Exactly. Like oh, okay. So, but but that's selfish because again, I'm not gonna no, push her into that's an not ideology. Selfish. That's actually genius. I don't think she's gonna get it at like ten. Rage yeah, Machine is no. like you don't understand. Bug. That'd be good. I think I'm gonna go. Yeah, I, I think, think Bug understands the Ramones already. Yeah, she does. She likes. She's like, I want to listen to rock and roll. By the way, and I'll put on. Auntie Ashley radio. bought her her first Ramones T-shirt. I just want to say, yeah, it was pretty fucking cute. She was like. Little, little Maddie was w- rocking her Thursday bib. Hell yeah, she was. See, and that's how we have to fucking translate the next round. Um, have you listened to, um, help me, God damn it, Fever 333? Yes. <sighs> okay. How do you feel? I like them. Okay, good. Okay, that's all I needed to know. Okay. They're like the new generation. They're the new yeah. They're rage against the, the machine. They're yeah, very- right. Now I would I would say anybody that likes Fever three 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 listen to the used. Yeah, it's very used. Wow, but yeah. more but more political. Yeah. Used Way is like, more political. Used yeah. is like oh the girl broke up with me and Fever is like the government's fucking with me and I yeah. yeah. But you're you're right. It's same producer. It's John yeah. Feldman. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's genius. Um, taking it back, how we as parents can make sure that our boys, girls, vulva owners, penis havers um, are able to process the feelings that they are able to process. Get children's books or puzzles showing men and women in non-stereotypical and diverse gender roles, such as stay-at-home dads. Shout out to Zach, my brother-in-law, who's going to be stay-at-home dad. Can I make an asterisk real quick? Yeah. I'm sorry. I I looked up because I knew I said the wrong thing. Not the used, refused. Oh, yeah. Shape of punk to come. Completely different. Oh, anyway. no, but you're not wrong with the used, though. Oh, okay. They sound just like the used. Okay. Yeah. Working moms, uh, male nurses, female police officers, etc. Get a wide range of toys for your child, including baby dolls, toy cars, action figures, and blocks. Um, does uh, Bug have all of these? Mm-hmm. Dolls, vehicles, action figures. Again, she's not super into dolls. Okay. My niece, Barry. (laughs) I love her so much. Does she do that every time? I love her so much. I can't even help her. Say Barry? Barry. Her name's Huckleberry Ashley. Oh. It's Barry. Whose kid is this? Lindsay. Gotcha. Love her. I just sent her a toolbox and she's. Oh, yeah. Nine months old? Um, make sure that you are encouraging hairstyle, preferred name or nickname, social behavior that reflects a varying degree of aggression. Hold on. <laughs> I have, okay, I have an idea or a thing to think about. I am named the boy and you are named the girl <laughs> in our family <laughs> and the aunt. Uh, can, I, can I say one thing with your... <laughs> With your toy, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so in addition to just kind of taking down gender stereotypes, yeah, absolutely. Buy your daughter's tool sets so they know how to fucking do something. Yeah, 
My- don't rely on calling AAA to change your tire. No. Don't rely on the super at your fucking shitty apartment to, to know how to swap heater. out a light switch or something yeah. like that. Like teach them that shit so they're self reliant. Get a well, sewing kit so you can make some more pockets. Yeah, or do that. Or teach a boy how to sew so he doesn't have to ask a girl to cuff his pants. No, that's why I have my mom. Yeah, I'll we'll kill you. He's really still good. a girl. But also yeah. teach a boy how to cook. Right. I'm a good cook. Yes, I'm- man without a microphone. Okay. I don't think anyone should be shown positive roles of police officers. Uh, true story with that. I think downs- <laughs> take that shit out Agreed. of Agree. Firefighter all day long, bro. Deal with fires, fuck cops. That's, that's my only addition. <laughs> FT. I always thought like during like, a, like 13, a really 12. bad riot, instead of like sending the riot police, send in all the firefighters. Yeah. Because they'd be mm-hmm. just like, no one would be like, Oh, you fuck guys are, the fire! No, no, nobody says that. They wouldn't that. do that. Yeah, there ain't no like, songs called "Fuck the Fire Department." They're gonna hear nope. like they bring out the big trucks that are awesome Yay, and the paramedics. Lights they're like and sounds hey, hey and guys, hoses. Hey guys, do your thing, but like let's be safe about it. But we're here. Well, like, to be fair, in the sixties they did the deploy hoses. firefighters against the civil rights activists, <laughs> and they sprayed them with hoses. We're not gonna get into that right now. Ah. I'm just gonna let you know that in 2020. There was a survey that showed men and women's brains aren't all the are aren't all that different. As a matter of fact, they are more similar than you would have previously thought imagined. If you think raising boys and raising girls is different, you may want to rethink this. So men are from Mars, women are from Venus was an actually inappropriate unscientifical document that probably shouldn't have been printed and I actually kind of want to meet the guy and punch him in the face it should be more like women are from North Dakota and men are from South Dakota like we're really not that far apart we're talking about a one percentile difference in our brain structures and there are some men who fall in the same categories as women as far as production and brain are concerned there are some women who fall in the same categories as men as a matter of fact women and girls fall into the same category as geniuses when it comes to getting into uh, schools when they are in kindergarten they are at the 95th percentile um, of school readiness and then once they get into school, fall below the 70th percentile. So a lot of this is based on sociological and nurture perspective, not so much nature perspective. But when women are told that they aren't good at math, women are told that they are emotional, women are told that they are more verbal than men, we reinstill these stereotypes that men can't be verbal, women have to be emotional, men can't be nurses, women can't be mathematicians, men can't be chefs, women can't be, I don't know, fucking doctors. Uh, you ever heard that riddle? A little a boy gets in a car accident. I'm a man who discovered the wheel and <laughs> built the Eiffel Tower out of metal and brawn. That's what kind of man I am. You're just a woman with a small brain, with a brain a third the size of us. It's science. It's science. Did you ever hear that riddle? A little boy gets in a car accident 
and he goes to the hospital. Because the mom's the doctor. Because the mom's yeah. the doctor. Yeah. It's from the office. If you'd watch it, it's not from the office. Yeah, but they mentioned it. It was actually developed prior to that show. Yeah, I know, but it's. Kid gets in a car accident, goes to the hospital where his. What is it? Parent is a surgeon. The kid gets in a car accident with his father. No. And gets, yes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. goes to yeah. the hospital, and the doctor goes, I can't operate on this child. This is my, my son. son. How is that possible? The doctor is the mother. The doctor is the mother. Because <laughs> there's no such thing as women doctors, right, Bunky? Yeah. <laughs> That's why it's a joke and a riddle. Yeah. <laughs> I know mother, a fun joke. No, Nana was an RN. Well, she wasn't a doctor, I guess, but she's she should have been. She should have been. She's my doctor. <laughs> Mine too. <laughs> when a child's interest and abilities are different from what society expects, they may be subject to discrimination. And it is your job as a parent to make sure that this discrimination is not reiterated in the home so making sure that you let your son know it's okay to be a fashion designer or your daughter know it's okay to be a car mechanic or your non-binary teenager to know that it's okay to be whatever the fuck they want like acceptance comes from within and to make sure that you are aware that your child Hears and sees everything you do. Do you have any example of Sadie seeing something or hearing something that you've done, not realizing how much of an impact you had on her, and then hearing her repeat something you've said? Oh, yeah, when she says fuck. Oh, no. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. No. Oh, yeah. no it's happened? That. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, she'll lean in and be like, Santa's not going to visit you because you said fuck. <laughs> yeah. I really tried to cut it down. It's hard oh, to do. Oh, man. But it's fucking hilarious. Okay, so the other day I went to the beach with my friends Sheree and Rick. And Rick has a son named Jack. And I'm a notorious potty mouth. Like, all of my mm. friends are like, you need to fucking tone it down. Well, so actually, they just off. say you need to tone it down. And I'm like, I'm not going to tone it down. Freaking turn it down. Freaking turn it down. And uh, I was at the beach and I was showing Jack all of my Pokemon because we share the same love. Me and this eight-year-old boy. Fucking it's, nerd. It's fine. I'll kill all of you. Like, just go away. And I was like, yeah, look at this fucking guy. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And he goes, curse all you want. Yeah. <laughs> I was Fuck like, yeah. All right, fucking cool, because it's really hard for me to reel that shit in. And I was like, this cool, this kid is cool. Like, I can swear in front of him. And then I thought, I should, probably shouldn't, though. Did you find a shiny Blastoise? No, actually, a Dweeb. shiny... All right. I'm not even going to tell you. JK. <laughs> I, tell I you had one. Shiny. As a kid, my mom playing good music for me. Well, yeah, I think it's good music. I got used to this song and was singing it around, like, all of the, um, the grocery store. What is this? First one to know it. Say it. Everyone has to drink. Not you, Robert. I gotta get drunk, get off of my mind. How all week I've had a bad time. One bourbon, one, one scotch, scotch, one beer. Johnny Lee Hooker. He did the original. Ted oh, Nugent. I think so. But that's a, I would just sing that part. One bourbon, one scotch, one beer. Around the grocery store, my mom would be like, stop. Please stop. <laughs> George Thorogood. 
I think Johnny Lee Hooker did the original. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, it probably is like a, a standard, as they call it. Mm. Yes. But that's, that's just that's goes how to show like it. how much influence we have on the on the children that we raise. Like he was listening to that song in his house. Oh, I watched Rocky Howard Rocky Horror Picture Show when I was like eight. Oh, great. <laughs> Are you a sweet and I was transsexual? Like, cool. That was cool, man. Transylvania? I didn't like get it, but I was like, cool, man. You guys did that. Yeah. Hmm? I, it, it, comprehensive, age-appropriate education is what I advocate for. So if your environment calls for more comprehensive education, then make it so. If you're someone who works in a burlesque show... And there's tits around you all the time? Maybe talk about tits. I grew up at the doll hut. I, I know you did. I had to that's how I think I got used to it. If your environment is a sex educator and there's a <laughs> lot of fucking professors that come to your house and talk about vaginal seizures and a master masturbatory techniques and vulva contractions, maybe educate your child on that. That's contextually appropriate, right? Like, you need to make sure that what you're teaching your child is appropriate for what they're consuming on a daily basis. And if your child is consuming social media and Kim Kardashian and her giant ass on a daily basis, you should probably contextualize that. That's why I only teach Shady about QAnon. Phenomenal. Would you like to say anything else about QAnon? It's going to happen. Storm is coming. Exactly Where we go on, we go all. What are we talking about? Yeah. There's a ring of pedophile. Did we talk about it in the last episode? Satanist. Did you see that documentary? We I bring did. it up all the time. No, we didn't. Into the storm. Did you see that? Is that the one on HBO? Yeah. Where the guy admits at the end that he's Q? Yeah. 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 And then everybody that's Q is like, nope, nah, that's not him. No, not no, true. That's not him. No, that's a fucking lie. That's a lie. That's a very well lie. done documentary. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Very well done. By the way, I just saw the Anthony Bourdain documentary. Yeah. I cried. You guys, you, yeah, because you and Kevin you, are all about uh, food and travel. Yeah. Remember yeah. how they blamed Asia Argento for his suicide? I do. I do. They basically they did everything but say it was her fault. So basically, if you watch this movie, it's going to confirm that theory. Yeah. Uh, who is that? The girl he was dating at the time. Oh. If you watch this documentary, it kind of makes sense. Well, girls yeah. will do that. They're the, they're the devil. Spoiler alert. With the devil. Spoiler alert. He did it for a girl. Man without a microphone is not like a fucking beta cuck. I mean, I'm just saying. Okay, my last question for you was, is there anything you would like to say to a 30-year-old bug? Hmm. Any advice you want to give her? Anything you want to let her know? Mm. This is called dead air. I yeah, know, I know it's hard. No, but you should see his face because it's it's he is pondering, it's paining him. Yeah, I'll just take a moment to uh, promote my podcast. There so, you so go. Scrooney, so uh, my buddy think, Corey. Think, yeah, think about this. Think uh, think. Ashley was on a recent podcast, our little mini sode. She actually like technically hosted it at the very beginning. I did, where we uh, talked about in the heights and how she fucking hated it, even though she didn't watch it. Was it was awful. And I did try to tell her to watch Hamilton beforehand, and she didn't listen to me, nope. which I think would have helped. No. Um, but it's it a great podcast. It, you shouldn't have no, to watch one to see the other. Yeah. I, I think Wait, you, Hamilton, I, I the think musical you about Alexander Hamilton? 
You shouldn't have to watch Hamilton to see a movie about Mexican-Americans in New York. Okay. Go listen to the podcast and you listen to her talk about it. I liked it. I saw it in the theater. Did you see In the Heights? No. Did you see Hamilton? But I've seen Hamilton. I don't know how it relates. It doesn't. I don't think she was ready for, like, the rap talk. Mm. Oh. And also, like... This to get the, you conditioned for like ha- singing words, like, like Miranda, rapping words, Lin- had nothing Lin- to do with that. Lin Manuel Miranda is already like a genius. The this story, was the thing the story before- was awful. The acting was. Terrible. I also think you're a West Coast kid, and this is, doesn't just re- it doesn't relate to the East Coast. Anyway, listen to the podcast. She likes three eleven. So what the fuck she know? Exactly. Hey, Bunky, <laughs> you've had plenty do you have of an time. Answer? 30-year-old Well, bug. the thing I landed on is what I've been emphasizing this whole time, and it's fuck them. <laughs> Love it. Literally. <laughs> anything, it applies to anything and everything. It really does. Somebody tells you you can't do something? Fuck them. Somebody tells you you should do something you know is not right? Fuck them. Somebody says, oh, uh, I'm not going to be your friend because of this dumb reason? Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck Somebody says, you can't do this, you're a girl? Yeah, fuck them. Fuck them. Somebody says, you can't do this, you're not strong enough? Fuck them. Fuck them. Prove him wrong. Somebody says, you can't do this. You've had sex with someone else. Fuck him. Fuck him. Oh, I can't be with you because you've been with this many guys. Fuck him. Yeah. Yeah. No, I appreciate that. Fuck him. Actually. I'm going to quote that to your daughter. Can I, can I ask That's one more point. question too before we I, No, absolutely not. We're, this Only if the is answer is fuck him. Oh, look. How funny is that? I turned her microphone down. Now she can't yeah, say that. So, sucker. Uh, especially speaking of my other podcast, Son my buddy Corey. Um, he's a newly father, two months, I think mm-hmm. now, or something like that. What what kind of advice would you give someone like him getting in the next, you know, next year? What's something that's- like, Embrace of all of it, because mm-hmm. it's going to end and you're going to fucking miss it. Mm-hmm. So as much as it sucks ass to be holding a baby at 3 a.m. and you're fucking exhausted and it's shitty, enjoy it. Because there's a time where you're going to pick your kid up and put him down for the last time. Oh, my God. And you're never going to pick him up again. So it's shitty, but like enjoy like the squishy baby moments. Enjoy little, like the... Are you getting a little teared up over there? A little bit. A little bit. Little I noticed bit. it. No, because you know, that... But no, but you do, right? That because, means it's good advice because yeah. he's getting he's getting emotional. Do you remember? He's getting a little emotional over here. Hey. I love it. I love it. Do well, you and remember? I'm like, he truly's into it. Do you, do you remember <laughs> when you picked her up for the last time as a baby? I still pick her up. No, oh, as a baby? Well, no, baby. you don't notice it then. But I just mean like the little squishy and like you can squish on them. Yeah, and like, I know. Or enjoy the times where you can set them down and they fucking stay there. <laughs> <laughs> right? You can put them on a boppy on the couch and take a shit and they're still there when you come back. <laughs> enjoy all of that because it goes away Amen. and you're like, fuck, I miss that. Because now you put them down and they're gone. Any advice for like, girl dads? do we go? Don't be a dick. Well, Corey is a girl dad. I know, yeah. but oh. that was a that was advice for just a regular oh, that's dad. That's for everybody. True. No, but again, like we said, for a girl don't dad. be a fucking dick. Everybody yeah. sees through your bullshit. Don't yeah. be the tough guy. No. Don't be the fucking, oh, I don't cry. Oh, I have a shotgun if you bring him back. Don't be that shit. Nobody fucking buys it. You look like a turd. Corey, Corey's and, a very crier. He cries. Yeah, dude. Again, He's don't be afraid to cry. cry. Don't no, be afraid it. to show the emotion. Yeah. Like, show them that it's okay. Have you, cried, with have you cried in front of a bug? Um, no, I mean, I'm sure that there was like she took her first sure. step. Or and it's amazing like that. that you don't know. Yeah. It's amazing that you don't know. Yeah. Actually, that makes me more happy. But I would encourage boy dads to cry. 
Me too. Because if it's something fucking rad that you're happy about, yeah, they're, they're fu- they hit their first home run in a baseball game. The only or time they I fucking did, you they know, took their first step, first step or whatever. Yeah, like show or they kid. were like, born. Fucking fine. The only yeah. time my dad cries is when the Angels win. All right. Yeah, it's um. rare occurrence. <laughs> Touche. I just want to say a couple of things. One, I love you. Oh, ditto. A lot. A lot of love here. Like a lot, a lot, and I love Bug. Oh, so much. She is so perfect in every way. <laughs> I love her so much. I hope she knows how much her auntie Ashley loves her. Because it's a lot. Um, how much is it? A lot. A lot. I also want to say thank you to our official unospe- unofficial sponsors, Four Sons. Someday. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Well, someday they'll pay us. Whatever happened with Axe Body Spray? Official, like, it's not happening. Did we ever get them on no, board? No, Axe Body Spray. Did we ever find out about them? We talked to PR. I'm not going to ask because yeah. I don't want it. I already did. I tweeted in your Birdie, account. however, Birdie uh, Rape Alarm has sent me an official alarm to use, and I said I would mention them on the podcast. So Birdie. Um, How do you spell that? I, like, a bird. like a bird. B-I-R-D-I-E. Birdie. And moth that's in here. moth is crazy. It's like moth. He wants to be on the microphone. He just wants to chill. He really does. He wants to he wants a little out. talk time. That's fine. Fucker. Nope. Just let him be. Let it be. Let right. it be. Um, and I want Another official sponsor. Yeah. Madly Succulent. Oh, God. Madly Succulent. They're so good. You guys need like a coupon code for what's uh, How about How about Mad69? We got to talk to her about it. You got to. No, I don't. It's Mad sixty nine. Use that as your coupon code. I'm in charge. Oh, you work. You. I'm in charge. Okay, there it is. I love it. Mad sixty nine. Use that coupon code, and we will send you something for fifty percent off, minus the shipping fees. Wow, that's huge. Yeah, massive. Um, Can we give a shout out to QAnon as well? No, we're not. <laughs> yeah, but that's okay. Can you Same. turn his mic down? Yeah, but I'm not going to. He's our guest. Yeah, way to stifle me. It's fine. Um, Anything else you want to say to dads or... Yeah, enjoy it. Enjoy this song. Do you love 70s (laughs) pop? Do you want to spark joy in your life? Listen to Andy Kim. Listen to that bass line. Tell me. What is your favorite thing about Buck? When she laughs. She's really cute. She's adorbs. Does it kind of make you tear up when she laughs? A little bit. Yeah. We sing this song. It did. Cheer, it teared me up when I thought about having Maddie, uh, Corey's little kid, having her make a noise on the microphone for the first time. <laughs> I'm a little it happened yet. But when I talked about it, I was like, oh my God, I'm about to tear up right now. Somebody's cutting onions. <laughs> I love Bug so much. And I know that she is more loved than she could ever be anywhere else. She's a lucky girl. And I hope that she lives a complete and masterful life. Um, Bottom line, stop gendering your children. Let them be who they are. Don't pink or blue anybody. Don't, oh my God, it's a boy. Oh my God, it's a girl. Your entire life. Accept your children as they are. Genitals, ideals, behaviors, and beliefs. Let your kids know they are worthy, they are kind, 
they are loved and they are enough. From me to you, stay safe, stay kind, and stay sexy. Your Position podcast represents the opinions of Ashley Weller and her guests. The content here should not be taken as medical advice and is intended for education and entertainment purposes only. Views and opinions expressed in the podcast are our own and do not represent that of our places of work. While we make every effort to ensure the information we are sharing is accurate, we welcome any comments, suggestions, or correction of error. Stay safe, stay kind, and stay sexy.